Thanks for the coffee, Emily. I really needed it. No problem. We gotta hurry because we're always late. Oh no, the light's turning red. No! Oh man, there's coffee everywhere. Where are the napkins? Don't worry about it. We can just go ahead and I'll schedule with Tuyu Auto. They'll come to where we're at and then they'll clean it while we're at the wedding. Okay, you drive, I'll schedule with Tuyu Auto. What's the website? Go to tuyuauto.com. Wait, what was it again? The number two, the letter U, auto.com. Perfect. McAllister. I like that intro a lot better than what you've been calling me. <laughs> yes. And missing in action today is our Sex in the City <laughs> ABG Emily P. We just got back from Kansas City doing the Breakaway Festival and she is feeling under the weather. Yeah. She's a, she called in sick. She's lying. I told her she's out of PTO already. <laughs> she is. She We're going to have to, uh, her some points yeah. for attendance. Yeah, she's not getting any um, McDonald's from the bank account. Nope. <laughs> 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 Joining us today, we have a very special guest. First time meeting him today and taking a look at his Instagram is one of the most beautiful male specimens I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he is very beautiful. <laughs> very The one and only Columbus Berry. You're? Pew, pew, meow, meow. How y'all doing? <laughs> Do you hear that voice? That's that's how his pictures look too. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to come inside, but he didn't bring a satin shirt. It's fine, I guess. It's too it's goddamn hot outside for that shit, man. It is way too hot outside. How are you feeling today? Besides being hot. Tired. Tired. Yeah. Yeah. Very tired. Very tired. Yeah. Yeah. We normally don't record on a Monday, but special occasion today. Yeah. <laughs> We're here on a Monday. Mondays always work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this Monday will be fun, I promise. After we get into the conversation and after drinking, you're going to be like, wow, yeah, this is fun. Hopefully. Hopefully <laughs> we get you to open up. Hopefully you enjoy this um, and our listeners enjoy this. So just to kind of like set the stage, um, tell us a little bit like just about yourself. Um, again, so we didn't even fully say everything about you, but you're an R&B singer. You're a songwriter, too. Yes. You're from Wichita. Yes. Um, you bring music that's realistic, sexy, passionate, catchy and vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, so we're we're really excited uh, to have you here. Um, tell us a little bit about just you know set the stage. Like, what was your life like growing up? How many siblings you have? If you have any siblings, yeah. and what got you into music? Um, I I'm the youngest of four. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, 
I got three half brothers and one full brother. Um, all born and raised in Wichita, Kansas, actually in the same house. Yeah. So my parents have been in the same house for 35, 36 years, something like that. Um, my whole family is musically inclined and artistic. Mm-hmm. So either they draw, they do music, or they play an instrument. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, so it was bound to happen. Yeah. One of, you know, the Barry boys yeah. gets <laughs> my dad's talent. Because my dad also had a brother, uh-huh. my uncle, who was really good at music. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, my dad had two boys. Yeah. Me and my brother are pretty much my, my dad and my uncle Butch. Yeah. Um, rest his soul reincarnated. So uh-huh. my brother's always had an ear for music, and I've always had the the, the vocals or mm-hmm. or so-called vocals. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, pretty much grew up in a musical background. I mean, my dad's always done music. Um, growing up, I was very shy. Mm-hmm. Still, uh, I still am when it comes to, like, my craft. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, a lot of people don't know this. Over 15 years ago, I actually rapped before I sang. Dang, okay. People people don't even know that part. Yeah, yeah. So, and a lot of my songs, if you hear somebody rapping on it, it's actually me. Uh Like, oh shit, who is this? Me, it's me. But (laughs) I strayed away from it because it's like, you know, it got to a point when I was young, I didn't know how to write. I didn't know anything about music. I just Mm -hmm. would go on to fucking dictionary.com and find words that rhymed with each other and put them together. Just had no structure to it. Yeah, yeah. And then as I got older, um, I realized that I could hold a note. Mm. And I was like, fuck. It was was to a certain point to where I wouldn't sing because that was my dad's passion, Mm. you know. And mm-hmm. he didn't really get to fulfill his passion. Yeah. So I felt like there was going to be some clashing there. And I didn't want to, you know, yeah, yeah, overshadow yeah. anything that he's done. Mm-hmm. But as time get o- gets older and he's getting older and the situation that we had talked about with his dementia and stuff like that, and now I'm just, it's kind of hit the fucking button. It's like either now or never. Uh-huh. Um, so that's what kind of got me into music is yeah. my dad. So, um, like, y- uh, for example, then, like, your dad, so how... How, what was his reaction when you told him that you were going to pursue music? I didn't say it. I didn't tell him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's only heard me sing in person twice. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I just kind of was like, hey, ask Dad what he thinks about this song. I sent it to my mom. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow, that's really good. I was like, yeah, that's me. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. The hell? I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's me. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, it ain't show me something. I was like, no, nah, maybe some other time. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Because uh, I just don't. When it comes to singing in front of people, mm-hmm. I just don't do it. I don't like it because it's like I'm automatically getting put in a box because I'm a singer. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. so everybody expects me to sound like Usher, Trey songs, or somebody of that nature. And yeah. It's just a lot of fucking stress. And then just the atmosphere that we're in, not a lot of people will sit down and actually listen to R&B. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't have many times where I've only performed live maybe two or three times. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... I don't have very much experience like singing in front of people, but like when I get into a studio setting, it's just a different atmosphere. It's just me and my creative thoughts. So, mm. um, it's pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy though. Cause you have hella songs out, right? Don't you have like 50 or something? Isn't that what you said? You had, you had some 23. Okay. I don't know where I got the other 30. <laughs> no, I actually have like 15 or 20 that haven't been recorded yet. Oh, okay. Already written, ready to be recorded. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have probably, Altogether, my song catalog is probably 50, mm-hmm. 50 or so songs. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it takes me a while to do songs because I have to be in a mood. Yeah. I have to yeah. be in, like, the majority of these songs that I have out mm-hmm. came from me being in a mood. They're yeah. exactly what I was feeling in that time. 
Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the songs that, I, that I, I've sang right there, I can't actually sing them just mm-hmm. randomly. I have to be in that mood. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. To let, like, my emotions kind of out to do it. But mm-hmm. The yeah. vulnerability part? No, just being in that mood. It's not the vulnerability part. It's like if you're playing basketball, you're just going through the motion making the threes. Mm-hmm. But when you're I, I don't, into it. I don't it, really make a lot of threes when I play basketball. Yeah, me either. That's why I get <laughs> that shit up in grade school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Like, say – Say you're a girl, you're doing your makeup. Okay. <laughs> One day you feel a little bit better, so you're putting the little wings and, you know, a little bit extra yeah. blush on. And then uh-huh. the next day you put makeup <laughs> on, but you don't do it to a certain extent because you're really not. You're like, I'm just going to put something on just a little bit. Okay. So they know that I'm still, mm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But that's exactly how it is with, with, with my songs. Like it's gotcha, a lot gotcha. of times I've almost pulled down half of the songs. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I almost mm. pulled down half of the songs, to be honest with you. All of my honesty, all pulled yeah. down almost yeah so is that does that go back to the what you were talking about earlier like sometimes you're just shy um no. or you're just like no okay absolutely i've listened to all these songs probably 150 times each yeah before yeah. i put them on there so now when i hear them mm-hmm. i notice everywhere that i've messed up that i wanted to change or the words that wasn't fucking supposed to be in there yeah yeah and i'm like fuck now i want to change it yeah why did i listen to it that much and i get to a point where i just don't like the fucking song and yeah. then I won't listen to it for like months and months and months, and I'll hear it again. I'm like, that's actually a pretty fucking good song. <laughs> You're like, damn, I'm kind of talented. Uh, I'm <laughs> it's like, talented. yeah, okay. it's like when you, it's it's like when you're, when you, so I paint, and so sometimes yeah. it's like you're you're doing something, and you're like, and you're like so fixated on one little issue that no one's gonna notice except you. Yeah, I used to draw, uh-huh. so I, trust me, I understand that 100. percent It took me three and a half years to draw Iron Man. Yeah, three. Uh huh. It got I to the point. It my teacher said just put it away Columbus and come back and draw it and one day I pulled it off from under my bed three years later and mm-hmm. looked at it threw that one away and free drew the whole thing I yeah. was like what the hell is going on here <laughs> yeah but. I get that for sure um, when did you start pursuing like music then in general kind of like what's the timeline I wouldn't even say pursue music because I haven't done it consistently enough mm-hmm. for it to be considered you know so on and off three years yeah. Oh, okay. Three years, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No. So this was when you were in Florida? No. Here, you started here. and then Virginia. Virginia, okay. Yeah. Right, right, right. Sorry. No, yeah. it's okay. I didn't, you didn't, I didn't tell you I lived in Virginia. Yeah. But I actually moved away from, in 2017, mm-hmm. I moved to Virginia for three and a half years. And, and so something in Virginia sparked you yeah. to cry in the booth. And make yeah. a song out yeah, of it. Actually, yeah, that's actually you're 100 <laughs> percent right. There's a hidden song in there that nobody really knows about. That yeah, was at a very trying time in my life. Yeah. I was actually admitted into a mental hospital. Oh yeah, at one point, and um, I couldn't find a way for people to actually listen to what I had to say. Mm. So, to express myself, I just went to music, and that's yeah. when I actually started like singing. Yeah. And then that was on, like. I have a funny saying as I used to say back in the day women do not break my heart because it will end up in a song and it will be <laughs> fucking amazing <laughs> okay T-Swift fucking amazing <laughs> hey. I've been through some breakups in Virginia there and some of these songs that people are like dude you're a fucking asshole I'm like hey they didn't get released yeah just like little snippets of just like freestyle and stuff just never got released because I was like I'm not gonna do that and full catalogs of songs mm-hmm. that nobody will really know they're acronyms for their names but mm-hmm. people don't actually look at that they're like what the fuck like just understand love i'm around Mm -hmm. julia (laughs) everybody nobody knows that except for all my best friends it's like dude you're fucking clever i'm like yeah nobody will ever know (laughs) yeah i found that uh 
to make beats a little bit and stuff and I've had some heartbreaks where I was like damn I made like some of those songs that I made during <laughs> those times are some of my favorite ones yeah 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 it's, that's <clears throat> not a lie because it's just the amount of people that when I let that song out that like physically called me crying or physically mm-hmm. told me their story mm. you know it was kind of touching but then yeah. it was like fuck I didn't realize what I just did yeah. you know what I mean but again it was like okay I had to express myself because if I didn't who knows mm-hmm. if I would have been here or not because I was in that space mm-hmm. like it was bad it yeah. was very bad considering I was in a mental hospital and almost died twice in there mm. so I kind of knew what death felt like and it started to feel normal Yeah. every yeah. single day I started to feel that exact feeling of when I was dying so I was like fuck I gotta do something I gotta let this shit out Yeah. Mm-hmm. and boom so was that like your first experience then that um, got you into releasing music or were there still other times where you did that first and then some pivotal moment happened? No, it was like I was dibbling, dabbling in it. My buddy, Sammy, okay. um, best friend, Sammy's like, man, why don't you just finish a song? Because I always send him like snippets. It's just random bullshit. Yeah. I got 700 and something voice memos on my phone. Uh-huh. Just like ideas and shit. And I would send it to him. He'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that instance, it kind of like just sparked everything. Mm -hmm. So kind of went downhill from there. Mm -hmm. Well, not to get too deep, but I mean, we know that you said that you use music to express real life feelings. So um, and you mentioned already like that you use acronyms. Um, So just curious, how do you translate some of those personal experiences into songs and then help that like resonate with others? Or is it really just like this is for me first and then if it. Um, Sometimes it's the only way I can create something Mm because I'll go weeks and weeks at a time. and can't really think of something. So I have to dig really, really deep and put myself back. Yeah, I'm into that mindset. That's another reason why it takes me so long, because some of these songs that, you know, I kind of go in there and really there's a lot of songs that i've written that i haven't released yet and there's certain reasons why because i have to get into a certain mindset Mm -hmm. and it's kind of hard to pull myself out of that mindset once i get into that mindset it could there's no telling how long it take me to get back out of that mindset so i kind of don't want to go into that depth of it Mm -hmm. just yet that makes any sense but majority of the songs like look at the fucking names of them like it's it literally says yeah exactly what i'm like it, it, everything that i'm saying is everyday life for anybody yeah you like know what sex I mean? and me is that the one that says that right there what are you talking about sex sex me sex, sex me. me yes yes <laughs> it's very nasty talk about sex me sex me yeah um i got tired of uh women saying certain things uh-huh just to get a rise out of me uh-huh so what i decided to do was like oh, okay you look at me, you see a sex figure, apparently. Um, so I'm going to give you exactly what you want to give you that mental paint, that fucking picture mm. that I'm not the one to be fucked with. Oh. I don't like <laughs> I do not. I, I You're s- like, stop, look. stop making me into a sexual being. I'm much more than that. Yes. It, I'm dead ass serious. Like I'll be sitting in the bar mm-hmm. and somebody will walk up to me and say something sexual. And I'm just like. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Straight up. I'm going to be honest with you. You got three warnings. Mm-hmm. After that third warning, whatever happens is not my fault. Mm-hmm. They're like, what the fuck do you mean by that? And it's yeah. like, fuck around and find out. <laughs> so, um, okay, Florida man. 
Yeah. <laughs> that song was sending a message. There's a lot of songs so, out here that are sending messages. Yeah, so it's like a diss track. It's not a diss track. It's letting you know what happens if you get into a sexual situation with me. Oh, shit. It's like a, it's like a full like, disclosure. Like, you're like the praying mantis, but like in guy form. So no, like the no, praying no. mantis no. will kill the, the dude after having sex nah, with him. No, I definitely won't. <laughs> there won't be any walking, but I won't kill you. <laughs> You're just gonna break a couple hip bones. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> Touch a couple kneecaps. Call it a day. But yeah, that's pretty much everything. Like, there's a bunch of stuff on there. Like, mm-hmm. take me back was literally having a like I was having a conversation with myself, and I was mm-hmm. thinking like, fuck. Take me back to the time where we used to be. You know, where we actually used to have a conversation, mm. and it wasn't always about like sex. You know, that was like a more vulnerable thing. Mm. And then when you go to mm-hmm. making love, it's kind of like, okay, now you've heard the extremely sexual side of me. Mm-hmm. Now let me show you the passionate side to that sexy. Mm. You see? And then don't hide is pretty much telling you don't hide. Mm-hmm. But like, you're beautiful. Like, don't mm-hmm. hide behind anything. Be yourself. You know what I mean? Like, there's messages behind anything that I write. Yeah, and yeah. And nice to meet you is basically... It was nice to meet you. You're like, it was a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Truly a pleasure. There's literally, you've changed just mm-hmm. simply that. <laughs> it's talking about how much you've changed. Like, and you didn't used to be like this. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a lot of shit. There's a song called uh, Don't Call that I got. This mm-hmm. unreleased. Yeah. You know, still working on it. It's pretty much saying don't call my phone. <laughs> and I figured out all your bullshit. I figured it I figured out literally my lyrics are simple shit and people don't understand that. It's like it's a songwriting thing. Like I study music. Yeah. I study my favorites. Like don't call my phone. Mm-hmm. Don't call my phone with the bullshit. Yeah. I figured you out. Yeah. Your best friend hit my line and said you're running your mouth. Like it's pretty much simple shit. Like yeah, it's yeah. stuff that happens in everyday thing cuz I know if you have a situation with one of your girlfriends mm-hmm. or you're talking to a dude I'm pretty positive if something happens, you talk to one of your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And there's probably been a situation where one of your girlfriends has went back and said something. And, you know, oh, yeah, she said you did this, this, and that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a mm. it's kind of like a circle yeah, yeah, um, yeah. effect. On the that, so. whole instigation stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so, yeah, it really is just you expressing things in the moment yeah it really is just that okay what uh, so like you were saying like you started with rap first and then you went to r&b um why um i guess i'm just gonna ask the questions more directly now since he's like don't call my phone why (laughs) (laughs) um basically i stopped doing rap because everybody was fucking doing it Mm. and i didn't like where rap was going and i refused to rap about shit that i don't have Gotcha. Or yeah, shooting yeah. people or doing that's just not me. I, I mean, I, I don't do that. I'm a lover. I'm a yeah. yeah you know, so um, I got into singing to like, you know, I'm in tune with my emotions, 100. percent You know, I'm not afraid to cry. I'm not afraid to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. And singing allows me to express myself like that and show mm-hmm. that, like, you know, you can still be a man and mm-hmm. have emotions. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong. Look at you. So, Good for you. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, that's, that's Therapy is important, guys. Therapy is important. Yeah. Guys have feelings, too. 
Yeah, stop treating us like shit, please. Yeah, and vice versa. They're young children as well. Yeah. We're, we are, we're all trying to figure out our inner child and love them. Yeah. And try to f- make them feel better. Um, what, besides like the moment that you mentioned earlier from Virginia, what's another experience that has like a significant impact on your creative journey as an R&B artist? Um, How did it shape you and impact or influence your music too? Made me not afraid to be. I just became unapologetically me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wear what the fuck I want to wear. Mm-hmm. I walk how I want to walk. I, like, I'm completely sure of my sexuality. Um, it made me come into me. You know what I mean? There's a lot of men out there that aren't sure of their sexuality. Mm-hmm. And by that, that doesn't mean that you're bisexual, you're gay, you're anything like that. That's being 100% sure of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I am that. So that's why I can wear fucking silk shirts right, anywhere. Right. For instance, mm-hmm. what's today? Monday. Saturday. I went out. I had mm-hmm. on fucking leather pants. Yeah. And I had on a silk leopard print shirt. Yeah, yeah. And somebody made a comment, what the fuck are you wearing? I was like, why does it fucking matter? Mm, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Just because you aren't sure of yourself and you right, can't right. wear that. Mm-hmm. Look, I used to be a bodybuilder. I don't worked hard yeah. to, to look the way I looked. Okay. Yeah. So I'll be damned if I let somebody dictate mm-hmm. what I wear the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's only making them uncomfortable because they're uncomfortable with themselves. Mm. It's the way I look at it. So as long as I'm not walking around here with my dick out of my jeans, I think I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Damn, that's hella real, though, because there are hella guys who definitely and, and not just guys. I mean, in general, yeah, right? Like general. when you're not comfortable with who you are, you tend to project that it shows. onto the other person mm-hmm. that obviously does know who they are a lot yeah. more. And it, that's one of the reasons why I don't hang out with too many dudes. Mm. Because a lot of dudes can't handle being around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of dudes get into a pissing contest when it comes to being around me. Mm. And it's like, dude, just because there's a pretty girl around does not mean that I'm interested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know what I mean? She's pretty. Cool. Keep it pushing. 90 t- 90% of the time, I won't even notice them unless they walk in front of me. Mm-hmm. Like, directly in front of me. I'm in my own world when I go out. Like, I yeah. just, I'm just vibing. I'm mm-hmm. chilling. Like, you know? Like, I don't approach women at bars. I don't do that. I don't go to bars to get women. I go there to chill. If I hit up you, hit you up as a guy mm-hmm. to go hang out and chill, I want some guy time. Mm-hmm. I got plenty of girlfriends I can go hang out with and gossip with. I don't like gossip. That's why I'm choosing, the, you know, when mm-hmm. it starts getting like that, I'm like, all right, I'm hitting up my boys. Mm-hmm. Let's play some Xbox or some shit. <laughs> but it just becomes a pissing contest, and a lot of dudes aren't sure of themselves, and they start acting funny when a pretty girl gets around. Mm. So imagine Florida's full of pretty women. So. Every dude acts fucking weird when it comes to being around women. I'm like, bro, can you not be fucking normal? Mm-hmm. Can you not have a normal conversation with a girl without it? You know, I mean, come on now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Lots of predators. I would, yeah. think, I would think that since there's more, like, prettier you women down there, they would get be used to it. You would be like, think oh, you think that's a tendency? She's just a seven. These dudes act like they've never seen a fine woman ah. before in their life. <laughs> like, come on now. Dude, <laughs> Really? Fuck me. <laughs> that shit aggravates. That's, that's one of my pet peeves right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, okay, she's fine. Cool. Why don't you go talk to her? I don't need to. Mm-hmm. What do I need to do that for? I'm not interested in that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sorry, but Florida's full of uh, a lot of materialistic things, and that's not something I'm into. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. What's another pet peeve? Another pet peeve? Yeah. We're down pet peeves now. 
Okay. Inconsistent fucking people. Elaborate. Um. Don't text me. Mm-hmm. Don't call my phone. Um, right, right. We, we've established that. Don't text me, <laughs> and then I text you, and you don't reply for like three days. Gotcha. That's fucking weird to me. Uh-huh. What was the point of getting my attention? I could have been fucking doing something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I always you know, like to give people attention because you never know what somebody's going through, you know what I mean? I try to be there for people, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's getting taken advantage of, and that has to stop, which is going to stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but that um, saying you're going to do something and don't do it, and it can be as little as saying, hey, I'm going to call you in like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. If you don't call me, I don't. I won't sweat it. But you'll remember. I'll remember. I'll definitely be like, okay. <laughs> you're like you're I forget, but I don't forget. <laughs> it's, honestly, it's not even a forgive and forget type of situation. It's kind of like you don't value my time. Oh, gotcha. You know uh-huh. what I mean? I could die tomorrow. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. some very valuable time, and I take it a lot more serious now. Considering one of my friends pretty much committed suicide mm, a day before we were supposed to hang out in Florida. So, and sorry. I didn't figure out for a month and a half after that. I just thought she ghosted me. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Is she okay? No yeah. reply, no nothing, because I know she had issues. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to give her a space. And then next thing you know, I see she's dead on Facebook. So, mm. you know, I try I'm to take sorry. people's time serious. So if I reply to you, it takes, you're on your phone anyway. Mm-hmm. It takes you 10 seconds to send a fucking, hey, oh, I'm doing this. Okay, cool. And I'm not saying you have to explain yourself, but just show some communication. That's mm-hmm. a big thing for me. That's another pet peeve, communication. Yeah. Yeah. Just air it out. Keep going. And eye contact. And eye contact? I'm hella giving yes, you eye you contact. Are. That's why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, staring at my soul. I don't know. I'm trying to see who blinks first. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I will win this fucking game. <laughs> I look at people's eyes when I'm talking to them. That's I want good. them I want them to That's know good. I'm paying attention to you. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. Not if you that. if you don't want me to make eye contact, I'll look other I'll, I'll look somewhere else. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> if it is it a pet peeve? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Worried. You were just saying that. <laughs> oh, okay. pet peeve. No sense of humor. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I like to banter and talk shit. And talk shit. Yeah. We talk hella shit on here. I don't know if you've noticed yet. Yeah. Yeah, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of? Yeah. Yeah. Emily's not here. Dusty's not as shit talker in the mood right now or something. <laughs> He's chilling. Oh, yeah, I'm chilling. I'm always just chilling. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We but do yeah, normally talk hella shit. I don't like I it promise. when I don't get responses on my text messages either. <laughs> well, Bitch, you, you hella leave me on red. <laughs> 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 I think that's the problem. Your message is not going through, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what's happening is your messages aren't going through. Uh-huh. Yeah. It comes back saying red. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, oh, you mean like the little red icon at the bottom that says it didn't send? No. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. Only Android people will have um, red to red. I think you can. I know Androids have red receipts too. They do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When did that happen? That's that's been for a while now, like several years. Because when I had an Android, or yeah, because I switched back to iPhone. I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago, and Hmm. back then, yeah, I still had. You could send rent receipts. Yeah. Fuck, where have I been? Yeah. You've just always been team iPhone, apparently. No, I had an Android first. Oh, okay. I had a Galaxy 4. Yeah. That was a long fucking time ago. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. A long fucking time ago. Mm-hmm. But I stopped getting that because I was like, damn, this picture quality is amazing. As soon as I leave the store, I'm like, what the fuck happened to my camera? Did they changed the camera in the back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fuzzy as hell. Why is my face so long? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I was like iPhone. Here we go. Yeah. Been iPhone ever since. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Yeah. No, they still have they still have those red receipts. Fuck. We just can't uh, across like Android to Apple. Yeah. We don't get that. Yeah, that's lame, not a thing. Fucking lame. I know. I know. <laughs> um. So, are there any challenges that you've faced in your career so far? Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Tell yeah. us about them. There's uh, elaborate, <laughs> expand. <laughs> oh man, um, just getting put out there, like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, majority of places I get asked to like perform and stuff like that is fucking trap music. Like you know, just not mm. the atmosphere for me to sing. Majority of my shit that I have. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because so again, you're that's not even what you're trying to no, express. Not. And then I get invited to these indie fest where they give out fifty, sixty thousand dollars i'm not even gonna go because it's like why do i sit here and pay you guys a thousand dollars just to be eliminated from the competition because they're not trying to hear this shit mm. so it's either i come up with some club banger which i have i just haven't re- released it yet mm-hmm. that people will be subject to or it's just like they're not they don't want to f- i mean everybody says well there's always that that you know that type of crowd where they can kind of enjoy that shit but i was like when i put money on the line i don't really feel like dealing with that situation so it's that and not really taking advantage of my opportunities mm-hmm. um i've been invited to la five times now mm-hmm. have not been yeah and if i were to tell y'all who invited me mm-hmm. you'd be like what the fuck are you doing yeah why not you know what i mean so the question is why not <laughs> You know, now it's just a finance thing because I have to pay for a ticket to get mm, down there. I have to pay for right. the hotel. Then I got to pay for mm. a rental car. It's like that shit adds up, especially yeah. in L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's going to be like at least three, four thousand dollars. If I'm going down there, I'm going down there for like a week, mm-hmm. week or two. Well, know? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go down there for two or three days. No, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to introduce me to all my idols, but mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. But I mean, it's still going to happen. He actually gave me his phone number and his address. So. Mm-hmm just got to make it happen so i feel like the main thing that's been the issue is myself mm. to be honest with you 100 percent honest with you myself mm-hmm. um it's been a lot of things that have been getting in the way of me being able to do it at the capacity that i want to do it mm-hmm. um if i were able to like i'm not even looking to get a deal to be honest with you mm-hmm. if you can just give me an opportunity where i can just sit in the fucking studio and not worry about how much time i have how much mm-hmm. this is gonna fucking cost because yeah. this shit gets expensive yeah. The amount of fucking music I can make is just ungodly. Mm-hmm. And then if you put me in a, in a situation to where I can meet some of my idols and kind of study from them and kind of pass some ideas with them, mm-hmm. it's, it'll be a done deal right then and there. But yeah. the, being seen is the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I don't I mean when people I have marketing companies want to reach out to me again. It's expensive. Mm. $15,000. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of money mm-hmm. for no guarantee. Yeah, yeah. The only guarantee is I know how to make good music mm-hmm. from what I think. I can make something catchy. I can make something quick. I can do it. Mm-hmm. But it's will the masses catch on to that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of betting on yourself, and I know if I bet on myself, it would be, you know, a good idea. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I just finances is a big part, a big part of it. Mm-hmm. So. How do you juggle between, like, you know, earlier you were talking about how, like, confident you are in yourself and how you know who you are. How do you juggle between, like, also knowing that this is a really big industry and it's hard to be seen? So how do you... Fucks with me. Bal- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, would you imagine... Yeah, would you, like, care to share a little bit about that? You know how many Get songs... Get real deep and vulnerable uh, people, with us? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I love deep. Trust me. Um, 
I get honestly I'm I hear some of these people who make these songs and I'm like this dude's fucking not even that good mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna say some names a lot of people are on Brent Fias mm-hmm. in my opinion he makes decent songs but the guy doesn't really sing that that well mm-hmm. the Ty Dolla Sign the guy does not really sing that well they're considered singers mm-hmm. Jack Weiss hits the same fucking note in every single song about 50 times mm-hmm. and he's considered a really good singer he makes catchy songs don't get me wrong but it's when you sit here and you're in a field mm-hmm. and you see half of these fucking people making it that aren't really that fucking good mm-hmm. or you go on tiktok and you see all these people who aren't really that fucking good all they're doing is taking another person's song mm-hmm. and remixing it they do have some good voices on tiktok do not get me wrong yeah, but yeah. a lot of them cannot make their own songs mm-hmm. um and then the constant everybody who's heard my shit and listened to my shit or seen me why aren't you famous yet i don't fucking know mm-hmm. that's not my that's not my decision to fucking make right right and that like eventually gets to you too it it's does. like you're like <clears throat> what I know you're trying to be supportive, but that wasn't very supportive. <laughs> no, it's really not. And especially like, you know, <laughs> especially when people ask me like, like the other podcast the other day that I did. Yeah. They were like, oh, well, what do you think about like Wichita and, and artists in Wichita? And I just flat out said they're fucking trash. There's mm-hmm. a lot of art. I'm not going to say that. Let me rephrase that. They still need to work on their craft. And I still need to work on my craft as well. But I feel like I'm a lot further ahead of them, but did not get the respect. Mm. or did not get the support Mm -hmm. because they got some little coalition going on. And I know these dudes personally. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like they keep it inside their group, Mm -hmm. and they're honestly really not even that good. Um, It really bothers the shit out of me that I get more love from a place that I'm not from Mm -hmm. than my hometown. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So, And then it goes back to the fact of when everybody says, oh, well, they just dissed their hometown. They, they changed. No, they didn't change. They just saw who was supporting them, and they rather invest their time and money into them. Mm-hmm. And I straight up told them, I will probably never do a show in Wichita, to be 100% honest with you. And the reason I say that is because, like, I don't see the support. When I start seeing some support, it seems like Wichita, they only support you when you, you, you have a name. Mm-hmm. You go anywhere else, you go to Atlanta, their artists don't, don't have big names. They're going around bumping them. You go to mm-hmm. Louisiana, before Wayne and them got famous, they're bumping Lil Wayne. You go to Tampa, they're bumping Tampa artists. Mm-hmm. You go to Wichita, they're playing everybody else but people from Wichita. That's true, mm-hmm. though. That's true. You like, go to Cali, like, they pay Bay Area. Pl- they they love their own artists. Wichita does not love their artists. Why do you think nobody comes here? They don't know how to act when people come here, mm-hmm. and they don't fucking show real support. Mm. Yeah. It's simple. What would you say as us, as people? like people who support music, how can we help uplift our musical community here and try to change that? Like, what are things that you would like to see? Honestly, just more support and more outlets. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were to get, like, those big artists down here, at least have somebody who can get in contact with them and have a local artist open up for them. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Because that That's local true. artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ha- say you have T.I. come down here mm-hmm. and you have, be honest, one of my buddies who raps. Mm-hmm. He opens up for him. It's like, oh, yeah, open up for him. You got 15 minutes. You know what that 15 minutes can do for him? Oh, yeah. It mm-hmm. ha- yeah. That 15 minutes can literally change everything. It doesn't yeah. have to be 15 minutes. It can be one goddamn song. As long as the song is fucking nice. Yeah. That can change a lot of things. And next thing you know, he's getting invited mm-hmm. to go open up somewhere else. What does he do? 
call another local artist. Mm. Hey, you want to open up? If I ever got the chance to open up for somebody, you know how many fucking people in the music industry, like in Wichita that I would call, Mm -hmm. that are from Wichita, that I'm like, hey, I got something. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't make any fucking trash music. You got it. It has to be fucking good, but you got to, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I'm that guy. I will literally, I've called people and told them, hey, you're going to change that. that. I'm not putting this shit out unless you change that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's not going to be attached to my name. Yeah. Ever. No. Nah. Especially at this point now. No. Yeah. But yeah, that's honestly, I feel like that's what it, what it's, what it's going to take. An actual support. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you guys will sit there, not you guys, but like people in general, anybody will but, sit there and share a Drake post saying, oh, I'll give a fan a free fucking ticket mm-hmm. when you can go buy that ticket for $60. But yet you got 15 million people sharing that, but they have a friend that has a business or something like that that they won't even share. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. buy anything from. Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to touch on something. Mm-hmm. Um, you touch on support it. Support black businesses. Pay- yeah. I hate hearing that shit mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't support the black businesses that they're talking about. Because I've seen so many people online buying Gucci, Louis, Fendi, Prada, and all that shit. But you got a locally owned boutique that nobody even goes to or spends money on. Mm-hmm. It's simple. That's on every aspect. Mm-hmm. I feel like you got to support your people or who you're around, your community. doesn't matter if you're white, mm-hmm. black, Asian, Puerto Rican, anything. Mm-hmm. Support yep. is the main thing that can take. Support literally can break, make or break an artist. Oh, yeah. In all aspects. Yeah. Yep. So. I mean, you pour your your heart and soul into it, and to kind of see nothing mm. come from it, it gets very frustrating at times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To be a hundred thousand streams and realize you only made eighty four dollars off of it is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like that's nothing. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, people are obviously listening, but then trying to get them to buy something to kind of pull more money into you, like. I've thought about multiple times taking all my music off and putting it on my own website to where they had to pay a dollar just to fucking stream it. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you think about that aspect. Yeah. Nobody's going to want to fucking do it. They're, they're, they're too lazy to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I see more artists. Like, sometimes I, I get envious of some artists. Like, my buddy Sam P in Florida. Um, he raps. He's decent. He's good. Mm-hmm. Um, the amount of fucking support that dude gets mm-hmm. is ungodly. He'll post something to have a fucking three-day-long story of just nothing but people reposting it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, that's fucking support. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But then again, he's been in Florida for like eight, nine years. Mm-hmm. You know, those people know him. He has a very good gym. He's cool-ass dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like support can make can make or break, you know, anything and everything. Yeah, yeah. Hitting that share button makes a huge difference. It does. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like we get more algorithm takes points two too. Seconds yeah. to do it. You do. And yeah. another, th- let me touch. I'm a fucking touch on this too. Um, <laughs> do you want a shot? Yeah, we definitely need one. Cause <laughs> pass me that. <laughs> we, look, here. There's a thing called real support. And there's a thing called fake support. When you see traction happening. Uh huh. Okay. Um, as an artist, I pay attention to everything. All my analytics numbers on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Okay. I can see exactly where my music is being played. And then when I have random people in my inbox, oh, I knew you'd be something someday. I knew. I was like, dude, you never talked to me in high school. You used to yeah, talk yeah. shit on me in high school. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to if you're gonna support, it's I cool. It's mean. fine. But I'd rather have real support than people 
who are just opportunist. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's yeah, almost yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's almost like they're just trying to like kind of catch the coattail a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just, or get something just, out just of it. Just to look cool because you're now look you're now hella cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I've yeah. noticed that too. That's like true. I'm not even a, honestly I don't even think I'm even on the cusp of even being an artist yet. You know what I mean? I'm still mm-hmm. figuring things out. And the amount of people that I've noticed just trying to associate themselves with me mm. just because, you know, I don't know. Like, it's fucking weird. Like, yeah. it's so weird. And, like, I like I don't know, man. It's just like some people, I feel like some people are just envious. Mm. And it's it's not a problem to be like, hey, yo, dude, I, I appreciate what you're doing. But when it comes to um, doing anything you can to kind of, like, tarnish them moving forward if that makes any kind of sense like mm-hmm. g- giving an excuse like oh he's good but oh, you know what I mean gotcha, gotcha. Like, kind of throwing that little shade in there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, come on man yeah. I didn't do yeah. nothing to you right. bro all I did was yeah. put out a song yeah yeah <laughs> fuck <laughs> maybe that's the name of the next song uh, but but you know what <laughs> <laughs> you got my mind sparking right now yeah. you're welcome make a voice note go ahead <laughs> no, cheers to that <laughs> i made a mental note cheers. oh lord yeah touching on that no i did get a friend request like a day or two ago from somebody and i was like i don't know who this person is they probably saw me playing at a, some show or whatever and i'd go to look at mutual friends or whatever and I'm like, I've never seen you around any of those people. Are you just adding people mm. in, like, the scene or whatever to try to look cool, make yourself look yeah. like you know people? Yeah, yeah. It, dude, it gets and it gets very difficult in all yeah. aspects if you think about it, man. It's hard to make, like, friends. It's hard to meet, like, uh, like a significant other when it start, comes to this because, like, everybody – I have, have a saying. Everybody wants to date Columbus Berry until they date Columbus Berry, <laughs> and they understand it. And it's not a bad thing. It's the way I look. I get a lot of a f- uh, of t- attention. Um, I don't play into this shit, though. I've never cheated in a relationship I've been in. So, you know, when I'm in a relationship, in a, I'm in a relationship. But it's like mm-hmm. they can't deal with it. I mean, the last relationship I was in, we got an argument. The first thing she mu- mentions is my music. Mm. I'm like. Oh, dang. I don't know. That's tough. It's like, I'm like uh, what? that was a personal job right there. I'm I don't like, know how so I would take that. F- why don't you just continue singing and f- Songs about fucking women, how you want to fuck them. I'm like, wait, what? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I'd be so, so like I I paint and I will like draw naked people. Like if I were ever to get a comment about that, I would be like, what? Yo, (laughs) that literally took me by like, cause it's like one of the songs was about you. I wrote the song literally after we. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what the fuck are you talking about? Like, no, I said, that's, that was the straw, right? That was one of the straws, you know, there's many. Yeah. Um, but I was like, man, like if you if you're acting this way now, imagine if my shit starts catching traction. I got to do these shows. Mm. I am an R&B singer who sings about fucking sex. A lot of it. Baby making music. Baby making music. And I also dance to baby making music to baby making music. So <laughs> I have to like, do, what do you want baby me to do in a situation? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what do you want me to do in a situation like that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not just and I'm a nice guy. So yeah. if I do a show like that or say I do we're still together, I have a show with 15, 20,000 people. You can't even handle it when fucking 30 people know me. Yeah. <laughs> if I go to a show like that and I'm signing autographs, I have all these women literally throwing themselves at me. Wanting mm-hmm. to sign a boob. Wanting me to do this. And I could just do it out of like, okay, get the fuck out of my face. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. As in your yeah. mind, it's like, oh, my God, he's probably she's probably in his inbox and this, this and that. Right. I'm like, bro, like that doesn't. <laughs> 
what? Yeah. You have more access to fucking people than I do. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if I'm fucking famous. All you got to do is, I don't fucking know, and then you're on a boat. Hey, ask her what she did because I want to get on a boat. <laughs> you literally in Florida, you don't have to do shit. Oh, damn. We need, I need to move Dude, to Florida. When I tell you this, if I go on a dating app and I see a woman on a boat, I swipe left. So do I. <laughs> I'm so like, no. No. I've never heard that. Nope. that so do I. I want that's girls. that's somebody's girls. boat. <laughs> yep. Whose boat is it? Somebody's boat. If she's always on vacation, who the fuck is paying for those vacations, mama? Who? I met a... I'm not going to say that's that. Why, that's say exactly that. what I wanted to say might. when you said girls on boats. I was like, when I'm on dating and I see them on that boat, it's left swipe for me because <laughs> I do not have a boat that you can go on. So you're going on somebody's boat and it ain't your girlfriend. Fuck it. I'm yeah. just going to say it. Now, there's been a situation <laughs> where I messed with a, with a girl that had a high amount of followers. Yeah, in, yeah. In the six figures. Uh-huh. And... Had no furniture in her apartment for like three or four weeks. What? Yeah. For granted, it got lost when they got shipped, but she still had no apartment. Her parents are helping her. She's a young girl. Uh-huh. You know, her parents apparently came from a lot of money. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people don't see that. And I was literally there at some of the fo- photos that she posted. Yeah. I was literally two foot away when she took those photos. <laughs> and I'm sitting here looking at all the dudes fucking drool over these photos. For granted, me and her weren't actually a fucking thing. It's just like, a thing that happened after 45 minutes of knowing her. But <laughs> that's besides the point. Um, <coughs> and I was sitting there. Like, that made me get a new perspective on, mm. on like, Florida women. And I, I'm not trying to categorize all of them, mm. but it just seems like a good majority of them. And mm. a good majority of women now understand that the ball is in their court. I mean, the ball has always been in their court, but now they're actually starting to realize it a lot more. Mm. And I feel like women are actually – being, I'm not gonna lie, being smart and leveraging that shit. If you're mm-hmm. gonna do some, get some out of it. Yeah. God forbid, it just won't be for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, I think with that, right? Like, women are now also embracing yeah. their own sexuality yeah. because for so long, it's beautiful. You you couldn't, or also it was like, you know, when you look back in your generation and your family, like yeah. they don't ever talk about enjoying sex. Like yeah. if you have ever tried to have a conversation with your par- your mom about like, they never had that conversation. No. Yeah. With me. Well, no. same thing, but like they, like those types of things yeah. just were not a thing. They weren't. And now it's finally in this, I mean, and we're talking about, we still had artists from a long time ago, yeah. like even Trina, like yeah. she's always rapped about her sexuality, which is awesome. But like people are she now starting for that. Yeah. And she, she hella got, got shunned. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, now we're trying to take back that sexuality that yeah. we have, but we were just never fully able to embrace. And yeah, some people have have capitalized on that. Dude, like <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous. I had a friend. All my, I have a lot of girlfriends that are just mm-hmm. like really close friends who had an OnlyFans, and she literally showed me the photos that she posted. It's mm-hmm. the same photo, yeah, in a different color thong, <laughs> yeah. and five hundred people bought it. Yeah, again. Uh-huh. I said, what the <laughs> fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> Tell me. what. Uh, oh, I'm a yeah, man. <laughs> you need to bring the satin shirts into no, your OnlyFans. No, that's how you're no, paying no, for no. That's how you're pre- no. paying for the L.A. trip. No. On that note, we're going to go into break. <laughs> oh, no. God, no. <laughs> fuck that shit. Hell no. Watching my shot, 
Cheers to you, Thanks. the podcast, late night edition. Coming back to you in segment two with our special guest, Columbus Berry. We've got the drinks made. Fanny, what's on the menu today? I feel like I have to match that energy now. <laughs> okay, we are having a tequila berry tonight. You, you guys can't see, but my eyebrows is raised. Columbus over here says he loves a good tequila when making baby making music. Oh yeah, actually, who? What was that sample of? I kind of thought it was about something when I was listening to that just now. Um, I don't know. I'll send it to you though. Whoever it is, let them know I want some parts on that. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just thought I was thinking of something. As soon as that came, I was like, oh, wow, that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> so anyways, yeah, we made a tequila berry. Um, we muddled a handful of raspberries, put an ounce of lemon juice. Oh, I forgot the simple syrup. Shit, I knew I was forgetting something. Two ounces of tequila and then some. Well, LaCroix fuck that. More ounces soda. of tequila. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did actually put more in his, and then just top it off with some Lacroix coconut soda. And that's how you get the tequila berry. I like it. <laughs> it, uh, it it's just as good as one of Emily's top two drinks. Mm. Yeah, I'm up there. You're up there. Damn, I'm good. Get my approval. What do you think, Columbus? This was for you, so what do you think? Black and a berry, sweeter juice. <laughs> 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 oh, we should have mixed more berries, actually. That would have been hella cute. <laughs> <laughs> I played the fifth. <laughs> um, but right before that, we were getting into some juicy conversations. Um, and we were going to come back with some dating topics. Uh, fuck. Yeah, we were talking yeah. about uh, bitches on boats. <laughs> Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Man. <laughs> Got boats and hoes. How's that song go again? Boats, ho- boats and hoes. How's that song go? No idea. Yeah, it's from um, Step Brothers. With their pink painted toes? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that was good. Seen, that was good. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Damn. <laughs> Emily, Emily would have <laughs> sang along with me. Call her ass. She's probably out in the club twerking right now. I know that fucking hate. <laughs> That bitch. All right. Anyways. That's why her new nickname for me is Sex in the City Emily. <laughs> I need more. I, I, I got to know why <laughs> <laughs> this name just got given to somebody. Because like, uh, Sex in the City was not Sex in the City. It wasn't. It wasn't. And I choose not to picture Emily like that, even though I know that's what she's like. Probably. <laughs> 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 I feel like she that's when you should have done that. Pew, 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 pew. She ta- Emily, she whoever you way. are, I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> uh, well, one of our last episodes, they were talking about Sex in the City and how they're big fans of it. And Oh, know, yes, it just, with Sharon Brown. Yeah, it just stuck in my head. <laughs> Emily is a bougie hoe. That's probably why. That too. She's hella bougie. That too. She's expensive. So I can never date her. Oh, wow. <laughs> we we went to eat at this restaurant yesterday for lunch before we all headed back. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she was uh, one of the last ones to get there. And on the, she's like, send me the menu. We send it. Somebody sends it to her, like the Yelp menu with all the reviews. Mm-hmm. 
And she was like, who picked this place? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, baby girl, I got a Lunchable and a Capri Sun. What you want to do? <laughs> the pizza Lunchable with the two Oreos. Yeah. Now, it was, a, it was a place that me and my friend Mark had been plenty of times over the years, and we liked it. And then once she got to the restaurant and saw the menu, it was like, oh, they got this, they got this. Oh, I want to get that and that and that. This bitch, that sounds like her. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that sounds exactly oh, like Yep. Emily's expensive. <laughs> Have you run into any expensive ladies? Uh, just my ex-girlfriend. But honestly, I don't even date like that anymore, to be honest. I don't have the emotional capacity for it. Um, and I'm not in the situation, too, right now. I got a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. freshly moving. Dad searching for a better job all that shit so that mm-hmm. kind of plays into it i don't like getting into relationships and not being able to do the relationship if that makes sense right you know I mean? yeah yeah that makes sense um you can sit at home all day but who wants to fucking do that you know i'm a very mm-hmm. adventurous person random spontaneous i like doing random shit and if i can't do that i don't need to be fucking dating it's just simple as mm-hmm. that and it sucks sometimes because i'm like fuck kind of want to but then again i don't want to put somebody else in that kind of situation you know what i mean right but then again they're grown. They can decide if they want to get in that situation. But then again, you know, I've been in a situation like that before with my ex-girlfriend, and then everything got thrown in my face. You know what I mean? Mm. I was just in the job transition, became a 911 dispatcher. She didn't like the hours. Didn't work for her. She wants to do this. She wants me to get a different job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it started affecting the way I was working. Ended up losing that job. Then it became a, well, I got to support both of us. I said, no, the fuck you don't. I got money. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Mm. No, I didn't ask you to do this. Mm-hmm. Well, this is my future. I'm like, oh, God damn, it's only been fucking five months, lady. What are you uh, talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. I love you, but be realistic, you know. But right. then again, she was used to dating dudes who got money. A lot of it mm. in abundance, mm. like pro mm-hmm. players and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a pro player. May look like one. Not, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So dating with me is kind of impartial, if that makes any sense. Okay. Uh, one question that did just come to mind for me is, uh, and it'll be for both of you guys, is uh, you know you said that it had only been like five months, and I was like, man, that's probably like maybe right around the end when like the honeymoon phase ends. Like, how long does the like the kind of honeymoon phase go for you guys? Mm. Ladies first. Hmm. That's hard for me to answer because I have been single for so long (laughs) and you know that (laughs) yeah and that's what I'm trying to say like and and you know um that last my last relationship I don't know I I would say it depends on if we get in an argument right so maybe three months and I'm not saying that I sparked that argument either um who's just not the best communicator Mm -hmm. and would like if something was brought up would be like triggered and would be dismissive and would be like, I don't want to argue. And it would be like, I'm just having a conversation. What are you talking about? So, like, I, I do think that some people are just not quite ready to work on communication skills. You know, yeah. they just kind of go through that motion. But um, I guess, like, in a perfect world, hopefully the honeymoon phase never ends. Right. Like, yeah. wouldn't that wouldn't that be ideal? <laughs> or at least like in terms of like. You still know, like, I would, like, the uh, maybe I'm too, like, rom- romanticizing it, but, like, where you're not. you could still, oh, okay. Well, you're not. 
like where you can still have a bad day and that's still your person mm-hmm. at the end of the day yeah what and a- and for me like being able to like the honeymoon phase isn't just like sexual intimate things in terms of that aspect mm-hmm. but intimacy in terms of like we're not having a conversation but we're still next to each other you're working you on something yeah like people don't understand that intimacy is not sex and yeah. yeah it's is a close quarters yeah it's yeah. conversation it's just being or not present. even conversations yeah. like present yeah, yeah like, like for me there. for me like uh when i was dating before him or trying to like i was working on so many different things that for me like as long as like if homeboy was also working on something for me it's enough to just be in the same vicinity and also be working on my own stuff because mm-hmm. i can easily take a laptop and work on something yeah. you know and so if he was working on whatever and I just worked there too, like for me, that that was enough for me. Like that meant a lot. Like, but that's also because like mine's like um, quality time. My love language is quality time. So yeah. that's probably an acts of service. So, yeah. So hopefully, I don't know, in a perfect world, the honeymoon phase never, never really goes away. Mm. Yeah. I'm a little bit indifferent. Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know. Yeah. What's your answer? I don't know. I don't no, have enough experience no, dating because I don't your date enough. Your answer is not wrong. Your answer is, is catered to you. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. A lot of men know exactly how long they're going to be with a woman before they mm-hmm. are with the woman. I can see a woman and be like, shit, we're going to be together for a minute. Mm-hmm. Or shit, this is not, you know, mm-hmm. it's how we act on it. Yeah. And there might be a lot of men who this may not relate to, um, but... In my opinion, every single woman that I've been with or dated or talked to, I knew exactly what that relationship was going to be before I even went into it when I first met them. Is that, do you think like, because you've made your own expectations? No, it wasn't an expectation. I've heard heard guys say that a lot, that guys know right away. Or I've heard that that comment a lot. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe for some other men, but Mm -hmm. I'm a... Fuck, I hate even saying this, but I'm a different fucking breed of guy. Um, I'm very realistic. Mm-hmm. I'm very, you know, I hear you say you wish everything could be the honeymoon thing, but I'm very realistic. I know there's going to be arguments. And I yeah, love yeah, that you said, sure. I love that you said um, that as long as it comes back to, you know, you two are together. Like when I, I let my ex-girlfriend know, regardless of how disrespectful she was to me, probably shouldn't have stuck around as long as I did, um, that at the end of the day, I need you to know that I always love you. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how mad we get, we need to come back to love. Mm-hmm. Like, know that we love each other. You know, we get in heated arguments and she scream. And I haven't raised my voice in 15 years. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would raise my voice. And then I'd be like, you fucking done? And then she'd be like, I can't believe this. I'm like, are you done? I said, I I don't yell. I don't like yelling. I just don't. First off, it's disrespectful. Second off, I love you. I don't want to. You know what I mean? Um, and that's that's another thing why I don't date is because, well, I'm kind of veering from it because, one, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm almost 30. Um, quite frankly, I don't have my shit together. You know what I mean? A lot of women don't want a guy who don't have their shit together. But in reality, a lot of guys don't have their shit together until their early 30s or mid-30s. And there are a select few guys who do have their shit together. And kudos to them. But it's a learning curve for men, you know, as it is a learning curve for women. And 
I feel like it's not being accepted as much as a man, mm. you know, in a dating atmosphere. Like a woman can have no job, um, be living with her parents, and, you know, it's okay. The guy's willing to support them. Mm. But the moment a man doesn't have something, he's, he's, he's worthless. Mm. And that's one thing that it really I felt like in my last relationship because it got thrown on me so much. You know, I got that's why I don't like to let people get close. It's because that shit damaged me. I'm not going to lie. It did. It did. So whenever it comes to like dating and things of that nature, um, it's either I'm up front or I avoid it. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning to be just be like up front and be like, yo. I got a lot of shit going on, and as much as I would love to do that, I'm not going to put you in a situation where it robs you of anything, or I'm in the way of somebody else who can give you the things that I can't give you at this present moment, and I'm not going to sit here and ask you to wait around because that's bullshit. You don't need to waste your time. Time is valuable. If I can't step up to the plate right now, which I can't, there's no point in even continuing this conversation Mm -hmm. because at this point, not only am I wasting my time, I'm wasting somebody else's time who didn't ask for that. You know, I'm I'm considerate of everybody else's time around me. You know what I mean? I'm not a disrespectful dude. I don't like wasting people's time. And um, I take I take relationships serious. Uh, my parents have been together for 30-plus years mm-hmm. and married still to this day. All I've known is relationships, you know. And I go into each relationship different, you know. And I've been cheated on every single relationship. So, um, and, uh, you know, I've owned up to everything I've done wrong in the relationship. The last relationship, I wasn't cheated on, but I was disrespected. Mm. Based off my actions of what I did, um, which I didn't consider anything terrible. Shouldn't have done it. It was disrespectful. Um, But in the last relationship before that, that was a... That was tolerable. You know what I mean? She didn't care. But then again, she was from a different culture. She was Australian from Australia. So everything over there was a lot more relaxed. So that was my dealing. I messed that part up. But she failed to take accountability for everything else after that. You don't get to treat me like shit. You don't get to act a certain way. You don't get to do this just because I did that. Either you get over it or you don't. Mm -hmm. I didn't cheat on you. Whether you want to say that's cheating, okay, you're just doing that to kind of skewed the line in my opinion but hey everybody's entitled to their own feelings i respect that you know so i ate that bullet <clears throat> so when it comes to dating it it takes a lot out of me that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm a very fucking passionate person and i'm very selfish and i can't i don't love i am love i can't help but to do that so it gets in a very dangerous spot for me mentally and emotionally whenever there's a relationship or when it comes to bearing a relationship or getting to know somebody because yeah I get very fucking attached yeah I can't help but love somebody you know I don't care if I've known you for a day I don't Mm -hmm. care if I've known you for an hour fuck I love you you need to hear that shit you know what I mean it may not be in love with you but I have a certain type of love for you to have a conversation with you because I have you love our podcast Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was about to make a comment about being here more often, but, you know. Oh, oh, uh, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad. I cut you off too soon. I cut you off too soon. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, 
is very deep for me. You know what I mean? It's like I'm very big on energy now that I am. I'm I'm very big on fucking energy. Mm-hmm. I'm very big on that. You know, um, yeah, I can walk in any club. Yeah, I can go home with any woman if I put my mind to it and just want to. But I choose not to do that. Um, I may talk shit sometimes just to talk shit, but I'll let it be known. You know, I've had situations where. Actually, when I fucking just first got back here, I went to Pump House with a buddy to get a drink. And the waitress, as soon as I walk in there, just literally starts throwing it at me. Mm-hmm. And I made everybody sign NDA. Just as <laughs> a joke. I turned it into a fucking joke. I turned it into a joke. I basically said, I put underline. <laughs> I'm talking very sexual to Columbus. Anything that happens after this point is not on Columbus. Witnesses. And I made everybody. In oh, my it. God. As a joke. You put that on a napkin? I put it on a fucking piece of paper. I made her go get some paper. <laughs> and I made her go make copies. <laughs> and as soon as That's she walks funny. away to go help a table, one of the other bartenders is like, That's just how she is. So are you? And I was like, No, I'm not going to do it. She's like, Wait, what? I was like, No. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not having sex with that fucking woman. Mm-hmm. And she has my number. I mean, she can hit me up, but. Chances are probably not going to reply and nothing's going to fucking happen. She's going to have the red receipt. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I text her. I text her like maybe yeah. twice. And then I was just like not having it because I hear a lot of things. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I hear multiple women say they'd take me out on a date. I don't need you to fucking take me out on a date. I mean, it would be nice to feel appreciated because I mm. haven't felt appreciated in a very long fucking time when it comes to women. But, like, I don't need to do that shit. I don't, like, I don't need to do any of that stuff. We can go on a fucking walk and I'll be content. It doesn't take much to satisfy me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like you said, somebody's presence and being there is, is a lot more. And it trumps anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm a loyal fucking dude. Quote, unquote, from one of my exes, I knew you weren't going anywhere because you were loyal. Probably one of my biggest downfalls in that relationship. Mm. Should have called In a lot of my relationships, I, I should have called it quits. Mm-hmm. Tell me in what situation do you have a boyfriend who is around half-naked women all day and does not even look in that direction? Tell me. Most men would cave, especially when the women look very good and are throwing themselves at you. Mm-hmm. Didn't look in any direction. Didn't do it. I'm in a relationship. Don't fucking touch me. Back mm-hmm. the fuck up. I'm an asshole when I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because not only do I need to protect her, I need to protect my image of her. People know mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship and they see me with her, yeah. whether if, if I post it or not. And then somebody sees me out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take that risk of knowing that I disrespected you in front of everybody. That's just not my forte. No, my my forte is to protect my woman at all times when it comes to like a relationship. And when it comes to how she's seen with me, I don't care. You can take my phone, post on anything, do whatever you want. You got passwords, or anything. Do what the fuck you want. I don't care. I don't have anything to hide. So relationships are very serious to me and Mm -hmm. it's getting to a point now where being 29 years old and going through this weird transition I'm going in now I want to badly but I am incapable at the time Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to sit here and ask somebody to sit here and oh let's see if it is no 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 (laughs) no because you might walk into fucking Whole Foods Mm -hmm. and somebody might ask for your number you need to take that opportunity because it's very fucking rare. Ninety percent of the time, when you meet somebody out like that, you probably will never see them again. Out because mm-hmm. they don't go out; mm-hmm. they sit at home. They protect their peace. All right. Going out every single weekend. Like, there's been points where I've had to fucking just friends. I've had to un 
follow them on shit because I'm tired of seeing them fucking party. I'm tired of them mm-hmm. living a life. And I know for a fact that they're not paying for all this shit and they're not doing anything like that. I don't want to get in that mindset to where I feel like I need to be out to feel included. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to kind of focus more on myself, get my shit together that way when it comes to it. Cause I want kids. I want a wife and I've made that very fucking clear. Everybody knows this. I want a daughter multiple. <laughs> I'm going to be a fucking girl dad. Oh yeah. I fucking, I, that's something about it. I've had visions of my children, everything. Fun fact. My mom, had visions. She was gonna marry a musician mm-hmm. and have two boys by him. Aww. Wow. My That's dad was so a cute. my dad was a musician. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Oh no, this ain't happening. Yeah. He thought me and my brother were gonna be girls. <laughs> she was on birth control twice, both times. Mm-hmm. Two boys. Oh damn. Me and my brother. I had a vision multiple times of my two children, just did not see who their mother was. Mm-hmm. And it haunted me for years i have it often like i know what my children are gonna look like Aww. and it's fucking like it's just like shit yeah and my hair was a little bit longer than it is now <laughs> so like, you're like it's, it's coming soon it's within, it's com- it's within literally, the horizon you know, literally coming soon <laughs> so it was probably in the next five five years or so but i was like fucking christ but it's it's a lot more to dating man than people think man mm-hmm. like now it's People just date within with you have to date with intention and not with with yeah. malice. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. just to get something out of it. And I feel like that's what a lot of dating is now. Um, it's about social status. And it's about you know what you can get out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these people that get into relationships, it's like, oh, what do you bring to the table? You're saying that, but literally, what do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. You bring sure. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a table set for two, but if you're gonna just bring yourself and pull your chair in, that's not act. That's not. That's not equivalent. Mm. Yeah. If there's silverware there, bring a fucking plate. If there's plates and silverware, bring some napkins. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Arrange the table. Do something. That sounds like a song. Sounds like you're making a song right now. I am. You're you making a song right you now. You really don't notice. I'm yeah. putting shit together in my head right now. Yeah. To kind of piece you are hella making a song right now. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Songs all night. Yeah. It's going to fucking happen. going to be in the music video for Bitches and Boats. <laughs> Hold on. We're going <laughs> to. That puts me in a bad way. No. We're going to say women in boats because I don't refer to women as bitches. Okay. So I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's going to have to be. Call me in like two years after I feel more confident in the baby Yo, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let me just tell you this. Florida, nobody gives a fuck. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody. I wait, you know, maybe that's why I need to go over there then. Dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, like, when I, t- when I tell people to move to Florida, it's not because. Oh, wicked, shit. Wicked, wicked. Um, it's not. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Let me, let me no, that. no. Sit down. We're good. Uh, it's just a little water. Ain't nothing a little water's going to hurt. I've been in water before. I think it's like going. It's attracted to you. Let me go get no, something. Look at it. Look at it. Oh, look at it. It's coming towards me. I told you. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. I'll block it from going off. We're going to pause this. We're going to keep going. Oh, we're going to keep going. You don't have to pause it. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's like, uh, let's see what else they can get out of it, man. It's just nobody's dating to date anymore. And people are too expendable. Like, I feel like everybody thinks that that they could just, oh, if we get in an argument, oh, I got 15 other women or 15 other men that are date me anytime mm-hmm. fuck you you know what i mean nobody wants to fight for a relationship anymore mm-hmm. everybody wants mm-hmm. a relationship but nobody wants to fight behind it all right or stand behind it um 
there's there's another thing from when you're getting disrespected. Don't stand around for that shit. But when it comes to you having a, a, a just a simple ass argument and you don't want to work through it, that's mm-hmm. a problem. That's another reason why I don't want to date because nobody actually wants to fight for a relationship. Um, and quite frankly, I don't have my shit together just yet. I'm working on that. So, yeah. You guys should see how she's doing the circular motion. She's like a <laughs> Mrs. Miyagi over she's here. Pro. I am. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay, real quick. What is your definition of a date? A, a date? Yeah. One-on-one well, time. That's a good question. One-on-one time. Now, date can be literally anything. Um, I've gotten to the point now where I do not do traditional dates on the first date. Yeah. Because... I just feel like with today's society, it's just to get a free fucking meal, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be honest with you. So we're going to go. I got a fucking hammock. We can go hammock and talk. I'll bring some wine. We could talk. We can get, fucking do a puzzle or something. Mm-hmm. We can do something. Mm-hmm. There's too much shit to do out here yeah. rather than sit in front of each other and be awkward and not know what to talk about on the first fucking date. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of people sit here and say, oh, well, what? I don't fucking like movies on the first date. Okay, well, why don't you go to a movie first? Then you can go to dinner after. That way you have something to fucking talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. think about that aspect of it. Or why don't you just go to a beach, watch the sunset, and just talk about life. And yeah. then if we feel like we want to have dinner or something like that, we can go fucking do that the next time. Mm-hmm. I feel like this generation is so worried about the upfront benefits. They don't think about anything else. They just think about what they can tell their friends, in my opinion. It's like, oh, yeah, we went to fucking the meat market. It's expensive place down in fucking Tampa. Oh, he mm-hmm. must have some fucking money or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to see where we can go next. We're probably gonna, Like, it's just fucking, it's so mm-hmm. weird, man. Mm-hmm. Like, no. Sorry to say this. Any women that I run across in the next two and a half years, I'm not buying you dinner on the first night. We're going to go experience oh, something yeah. first. Yeah. I want to know your character before we end up doing some of that. It might take two or three times, but I need to know your character. To know what you're actually here for. Because there's been too many times where I've taken a woman out on a date and at the end of the day she has to get up and go to the restroom. Right? Conveniently as the check team brought out. I was like, I was like, what you've been left? <laughs> no, like there's just shitty shit like that. Like it uh, doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me in my opinion. I'm just like, bro, if I ask you, I'm gonna pay for it. You don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, Mm-hmm. That's where that's where the line gets drawn. Yeah. You know what I mean? I will offer to pay for it, but if you sit here and ask me, like you go out of your way mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, let's go to dinner," and then you get up when the chest getting brought in, brought to us, mm-hmm. I know what it is. I'm going to pay for it anyway. But that is a strike in my mind. Oh, yeah, that's a huge strike. That just lets me know. Is that a common practice? What? Like that people do that. Like I I haven't has had that it, happened to you? I haven't I haven't had it Is to me. That, that's I happened wonder, to me uh, twice. I, I wonder if that's like a Florida thing. <laughs> no, it happened in Virginia and it happened uh, oh. once in Florida. Mm. Damn, I need to be doing shit like this. I don't do none of that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like hmm, you're I a gym. Take some notes. Yeah. I need to take some notes. Damn, you're you're, you're a fucking gym because these <laughs> some of these girls out here. I'm not even gonna say women. Some of these girls out here really got it fucked up. Mm. Um. Well, I guess like that goes both ways. Right? And men, though, yeah. Yeah, like and honestly, yeah. Like men I've too. been around some shitty people. Like I have dude friends that like wh- girlfriend is nine months fucking pregnant. You're at the club. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, mm. man. 
Oh, we're arguing right now. Get your ass back home. That's the mother of your fucking child, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck you arguing. You better massage her feet while you argue. Go get her some fucking pickles or something, bro. You, you y'all are fucking up, man. Y'all don't understand how yeah. beautiful that fucking is. This woman is for nine months has carried your fucking child. You need to. I don't care how. There are certain situations where you just got to be like, okay, like you. But you got to understand, like, their hormones and stuff like that is way out of whack. You know how mm-hmm. dangerous it is for a woman to have a baby? Yeah, they can literally die. Mm-hmm. They can literally still die. Yeah. 2024, yeah. you can yeah. still die from you having a baby. still die yeah. from having a baby and complications. Crazy. And the baby can die. And yeah. then you have to worry about the postpartum to women. Women yeah. go through a yeah. lot when it comes to childbirth. Oh, yeah. That's why, like, I can't understand. In my opinion, pregnant women are the most beautiful women in the world to me. Like, I will literally walk up to a pregnant woman and be like, you are fucking beautiful. And the appreciation, it's not even like mm-hmm. a hit-on hit thing. It's like a, mm-hmm. it's an appreciation thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you are bringing life into this world. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys who cheat on their pregnant, <laughs> fucking, I don't understand. Yeah. I just don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. As I sip my tequila. <laughs> so switch up topics, though. Um, we went pretty deep, unless you want to still add some other. Do you have any other dating questions? We can do whatever. No, not really. But, okay. I mean, we can go back. So, um. You, you you brought up that uh, your your mom had visions of your dad mm, and you mm-hmm. know that she was gonna meet a musician and have a couple kids. Yeah. Um. Tell us a little bit more about how your dad was a musician. Like, did was that a lot of influence of you going into in, into making music? Like, did he sing around the house when you're? He younger did every day. <laughs> he built he built a studio in our basement, like uh-huh. a professional mm-hmm. studio, over twenty years. Wow. Damn. It's been there for over twenty years. That's a, that's where you've been at. Yeah. Recently, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, whole family. I mean, I've always been the one to not do what everybody wants me to do. So I did the opposite. Mm-hmm. Now, being older, he tried to sit me down to play piano. Mm-hmm. Tried to sit me down to play a keyboard. Yeah. Play drums, but he tried to get me musically into something. The fact that he wanted me to do it, I didn't want to do it. Just being a <laughs> fucking rebellious little. You're thing. just being spiteful. You're yeah, like, nah. They they wanted me to play football because I was naturally good at football. What You're like, I fuck that. I yeah. fucking wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all like, things. I'm going to read a book. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. That's what it did. Like, there's no doubt fuck in my mind. you. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. If I would have played football when they wanted me to play football and actually applied myself with it, I'd be profes- professional mm-hmm. right now. Mm. I mean, my uncle was a coach for Nebraska Huskers. Then he went to the Oakland oh, Raiders at one point. Oh. Damn. Then he went to Michigan. Then he was at Minnesota. Like, Mm-hmm. It might have been like a, hey, get on your shit, and I can see if they want to, you know, kind mm-hmm. of give you a scholarship to come to Nebraska and stuff like that. But then mm-hmm. I didn't want the handout because mm-hmm. then I'm always going to be known as the coach's nephew. Oh, you know, yeah. so that's another reason why I didn't want to get into it because I was fucking really good at football. Yeah. I went to the football camp. They gave me the actual gloves that they play in, the actual cleats that they play in. And they I constantly got asked every single day. So you've never played football? I said, no. And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm just an athlete. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. Mm-hmm. And they had me playing corner, and they had me playing wide receiver, and I was good at both of them. I was good on defense and offense. And I was like, nice. how the fuck does he not play football? Yeah. And I'm like, because everybody wants me to. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, because yeah, they want me to, and I don't want to. <laughs> they want it. Yeah, I, swear yeah. to, I swear to Bob, if yeah. they said wrestle. To Bob? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, Bob. You swear to Bob? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out Riley. <laughs> um, 
She used to, that's one of my exes. She used to say that. Yeah. So I swear to Bob, Columbus. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, like if they would have said Columbus wrestle, I would have played football. 90% of the time, I think I would have played football. So reverse psychology worked back then? Definitely didn't. <laughs> okay. Definitely didn't. I, not in my mind. But yeah, I mean, no, he had no influence on anything I did mm-hmm. um, when it comes to music. Uh, I just said, fuck it. I want to do it. And like I used to rap. I actually was really, really good at rapping at one point. Mm-hmm. Like really, really good. Like I could sit there and freestyle probably for 15 minutes while people throw in random words mm-hmm. and literally freestyle for long periods of time. Mm-hmm. But I just never. At that point, I hadn't recorded in like six years. Yeah. At that point when I was doing it like that, but I just didn't want to fucking rap. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be labeled as a fucking rapper. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? It's just something that came with the stigma of a rapper that I didn't like, especially where music was heading towards. You know what I mean? Um, so now do you like that label of R&B artist or no? Did we mess up by introducing you that way? No, you didn't. Okay. okay. But I honestly don't mind it. You mm-hmm. know, like people ask me what I do. I tell them I'm an R&B singer, but they, you know, they're like, wait, what? Uh, the only downfall with that is they expect me to sound like certain people. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they hear how deep my voice is, then they expect me to sound like Giveon. <laughs> when I don't sound like Giveon, yeah. they're like, "That's not fucking you." Yes, it is. Sing, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> but no, mm-hmm. it's fine, perfectly fine. Now I'm kind of getting into that like comfortability of being, you know, called an R&B singer. But mm-hmm. it's in a weird sense is kind of like me finding that lane i'm mm-hmm. still paving that lane you know mm-hmm. what i mean you know to where i'm trying not to sound like certain people because you're still finding your voice still i have not found my voice yet yeah there's no way my voice is this deep and i sing that high mm-hmm. no way in fuck mm-hmm. so still trying to find my voice but when i do it's gonna get dark very fast very chocolatey very chocolatey. <laughs> what a beautiful chocolate man. Yep. I'm sorry, I had to. They don't call me Chocolate Tarzan for nothing. <laughs> I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they literally call me the you Chocolate Tarzan. You were thinking Tarzan. it. <laughs> but, but you, you said, said it. it. <laughs> Triple T K A. <laughs> Time to totally kick ass. <laughs> I love that movie. We got to watch it. Um, <laughs> you were talking about a couple of things, like almost even just like living in the moment, right? Yeah. And a lot of times, like, living in the moment can be really just, like, finding ways to find joy and fulfillment in that moment in time. Yeah. So how do you personally practice living in the present? And how does that influence your creative process? Staying the fuck off my phone. Mm. Not everything is for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like too many people get caught trying to show that they're doing something. Mm. Like... Somebody told me at my last job, your 20s is worried about what everybody thinks. Your 40s is starting not to care. When you reach 60, you realize nobody was really even fucking paying attention to you. Mm. So we spend all this time worrying about what everybody else is thinking or portraying this image that we're not getting paid for. If you get paid for it, fuck it. Go ahead and do what you do. But majority of these people are not getting fucking paid for it. Mm-hmm. I see 
living in the moment to me is like enjoying and embracing everything. It's okay to take pictures. Don't get me wrong. And videos for yourself. Um, quite frankly, it's your life. You could do whatever you want. But when it comes to a fact, uh, a point to where you're just trying to make it seem like you're doing something when you're really not. Like Drake said, you're taking pictures from months ago and posting them as if you're still there. I just saw you last night. Mm-hmm. And you consistently posted to make it seem like you're somewhere you're not. That's not living in the moment. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're living in the moment of what people think you are doing. Mm-hmm. Living in the moment is about embracing your surroundings, sitting there and, and grounding yourself, mm-hmm. understanding that it could be worse. You know, so um, being in the moment is really, really something essential to me. Like if I'm around people and the only thing they're on their phone, I will literally get pissed off. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yo, the fuck off your phone, bro. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. you I just No, you want fucking Sandra to see this shit. <laughs> to make it seem like you got mm-hmm. something going on that you really don't, you know? Yeah. But it definitely heavily influenced my music because it let me know how to, if I'm feeling a certain way, to just let it go. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, we spend too much time grieving over certain things, and everybody has their own time of grief, but we sometimes it gets extended a little bit too long. You know what I mean? And that's just, I, I used to do that, and I let it build up, and that's what, landed me in a mental hospital because I never let anything go and finally caught up to me and it got triggered by somebody saying something I don't even know what they said can't even remember and it sent me into a spiral so that lets me like whenever I go through a breakup or something like that or stop talking to somebody or somebody says something that kind of just rubs me the wrong way mm-hmm. y'all can call it petty if you want to but it makes great fucking music because it's, <laughs> it's very relatable because yeah. when you think about it like a lot of the they're not released yet so Mm -hmm. a lot of people have not heard the rawness like Mm -hmm. very 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 raw songs that i that i've written Mm -hmm. based off some experiences that i've had um but they'll get released one day when i'm able to Mm -hmm. you know when i'm able to actually sit down and tap back into that emotion but it's i think it's very essential to live in the moment because you don't have too many moments if you really think about it. Um, 29. 10 years ago was my 10-year anniversary of high school. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And it seems like it was just yesterday. Yeah. I was just here in December till now. My dad is not the same person he was in December. Mm-hmm. Time is of the essence. And when you're not living in a moment to kind of have those memories... And you're just worried about everything else. I mean, why even be there, in my opinion? That's just like going to Paris and having your phone out the whole time. <laughs> Taking, you know, videos mm. on FaceTime or live yeah. at the, the Eiffel Tower. Bro, you're not even right. enjoying it. You're sitting in front mm. of the fucking Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Not yeah. everybody gets to go there. And you're yeah. you're wasting this on an IG live video to show people you got money to go to fucking Paris. Nobody yeah. cares, bro. Let's enjoy yeah. this shit. Just take the picture and move on. Take the picture, move on, and go <laughs> up. Go yeah. look at this shit. You're going to laugh because it. I'm taking some right now, but we need some, <laughs> from, the, we need some from this angle. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep going, though. But, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was at the the festival over the weekend, you know, main stage, and, you know, on all the, you know, I do dance music and stuff, the, all yeah. the ravey stuff, and, you know, all the on the big drops, and, you know, everybody's phone goes up and putting it on their Snapchat and stuff. Like, I, 
I took a few videos, but I yeah. didn't post any of them because I was yeah. like, I want those just for me. Yeah. If I go to anything like that, because my buddy's a really good DJ in, in Tampa, mm-hmm. the first thing I do when I get there is I take a video of him and tag him yes. to let people know that he DJs. And yes. then after that, my phone's fucking up. Yeah. My phone's up. One video of him, and I'm enjoying and just watching him. Nice. You know what I mean? That's that's so, how you do support yeah. right there. I always, I mean, he played my music in Greece at a wedding. I had like, nice. I'm, in, I'm in debt to him. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do this now. Heck yeah, so. yep, yeah. Our MIA uh, Emily, she she got a few pictures and videos of me, and I was like, oh, cool, thank you so yeah. much, dude. It means I a lot, man, those. when when you have yeah. friends to come and actually do that because you're like, man, fuck, they actually. Yep came to support mm-hmm. me man and then when i go post them or whatever i tag them in it too like yeah, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give you credit if you're gonna do that for me yeah but it takes a lot to get Appreciate somebody it. to do yeah. that type of shit you know yeah because otherwise you know everybody could just be fucked up partying and mm-hmm. i'm just here doing my thing 90 percent of them are fucked up partying yep and don't even remember taking the videos yep. so the beautiful thing yep. the professional photographer probably not gonna get over to me mm-hmm. <laughs> <Facts>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank yeah. you, thank you for the pictures and all the support, guys. I honestly think they the, the <laughs> photographers need to make it a, uh, like in Tampa. They actually make it a thing to where they make sure the DJs actually get pictures of them doing their work. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So a place called WTR. It's called Water, and it's a pool party every single weekend. Mm-hmm. And every single DJ that comes from Medusa to Carnage to you know. The guy who wears the pickle thing on his head. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Name. Pickle. Yeah, pickle. Fucking <laughs> 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 the where's the pickle thing on his head. Pickle? Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> I can tell you how in, in tune I am. But they go there and they make sure they get they get photo they got two or three photographers up there getting photos yeah. of them, getting videos of them. Yeah. And then they go around to the crowd and start taking pictures and videos. But they make sure mm-hmm. I feel like that needs to come with it. Like when it comes to a DJ or somebody, gay, I'll do it. Fucking take photos of me though. Mm-hmm. In at work. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. yeah. So, what are your plans for the future, if any, both personal and professionally? <laughs> um, to actually practice my craft because I don't practice mm-hmm. at all. It's been like fucking a week since I've actually sang. Mm-hmm. I I I read something like a week or two ago that said us artists are inherently lazy yeah we <laughs> very very dude like the whole three years actually the moment i've it was 2011 when i figured out i can hold a note mm-hmm. from 2011 all the way until now i don't think i've ever practiced over an hour mm-hmm. and i've maybe only practiced like an hour maybe i can count on one hand and that's fucking 10 years 12 years yeah yeah it's fucking crazy and like when you were touching on earlier like mm-hmm. uh, if i practiced <laughs> i'd be ungodly good like you know what i mm-hmm. mean like mm-hmm. it's just i know this that's why i'm so hard on myself and I, the fact that i don't mm-hmm. kind of i mean i'm just getting in my own way like i just like yeah. i don't know why i don't yeah like it's just it's fucking stupid so my my plan for the future is to actually kind of hone in on my craft mm-hmm. and learn an instrument too Ooh. is what I really want to do. Cause I, I want to learn how to play guitar so I can just walk around and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of sing and stuff like that. But that's what I really, really, that's going to be my main objective is to do that and to work on my song process because as of lately have not been able to write anything. 
No inspiration. Somebody break my heart, please. That's what I was going to say. You got to get your heart broken again or something. <laughs> or something. Fuck. Did you ever, uh, so no instruments like as a kid either? like Just drums. Just drums? I haven't played drums in like 17 years. Exactly 17 years. How, how old were you when you played drums? Third through fifth grade or something. Third to like sixth like that. grade. Yeah, something yeah. crazy like that. But yeah, man, like it just, it's starting, honestly, it's starting to get fucking redundant because I was texting one of my friends the other day and I was telling her, I was like, man, I don't know what the fuck, what the fuck to write about. I don't want, do I need to write about a heartbreak? Do it like, mm. it got to the point to where I was listening to a song or like a beat. I was like, damn, I can go two ways with this. I can either do like a, like a heartbroken, like you're a liar type song, or I can do a no holds bar for rated R like type shit. Mm-hmm. And both of them literally had the same fucking beginning line. It's just everything <laughs> after that switched. And it's like it goes into a progressive like, okay, you lied to me. And then the other one goes to, okay. I th- like, I'll just say some of the lyrics right now. It's like, um, it was like, you got me running red lights, red lights. I need to stop for a second. The other one was like, turn on the red lights, red lights. Something, something. It was some sexual. So it was like yeah, you yeah. see, like it's it's both the same thing. And mm-hmm. I like I literally stopped at the same point on both songs. I yeah. got maybe four bars and just stopped. I'm like, I don't know where I want to go with this song. Yeah. Because I feel like I have a lot of songs about fucking sex, and I feel like I have a lot of songs about fucking shit like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said it's starting to feel fucking redundant. Mm-hmm. But then I go and listen to my favorite artist, and it's literally the same fucking song. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, man, I just get to a point where I'm like. I feel like people love hearing the heartbreak songs. Yeah. And yeah. they only want famous people to talk in nasty senses on songs. Mm-hmm. Like, you sit here and watch women on TikTok all day quoting the baby talking about fucking putting right. fingers down their throats and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But the moment I do it, it's like, hmm. I think I like you better when you talk about love. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Trey songs do it. You lose your fucking mind. <laughs> so my main focus is to try to get better when it comes to writing and mm-hmm. getting out of my own head and really honing on my craft and taking the opportunities that are given because they're not like this dude's not going to keep inviting me to fucking L.A. At, at some no. point, he's going to be right. like, OK, you're bullshitting. And yeah. he's he's been a vocal coach for some of the top names uh, mm-hmm. in the industry. At some point, you just got to like some point. sell everything. And just go. Except for my body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was talking about like a stove and a microwave, but okay. <laughs> she said, sell everything, ma'am. <laughs> That's, I was talking about a stove. <laughs> yeah, sure she was. <laughs> I was, damn. She had too much tequila and berries. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, but... Um, one, you know, second, ju- one second, yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't want to lose this because I just thought of it. Yeah, yeah. Our song, our boat song. I just the boats and hose. came up with a better title. It's going to be Baddies on a Trip, Ooh. which spells boat. Baddies oh, on wait, I a like that. trip. I like Damn. That. I like that. I felt like I was going to Nice play on words. I don't want to forget it. I got to say it. The yeah. acronym is amazing. Yeah. The acronym is amazing. It's going to say B dot O dot A dot T. Yeah. Yes. Dot. And then under. Yeah. It's going to say the words. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. we're going to have an empty ass boat with no women. Perfect. <laughs> 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 I ain't inviting none that of them. That would be funny. Holy shit. <laughs> you know what? That would probably go viral. We're just sitting there yeah. talking about all these women and there's like. No. And we're just looking around and we're like, where the, where the fuck are these women at? Yeah. Yeah. 
We didn't invite them. They aren't welcome. because we're the baddies. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking ourselves on the trip. Yes. <laughs> Just grow your hair out so we can hair flip, man. Fuck. You should. You should. I can't. <laughs> they haven't found the secret to make it that yeah. Yeah. make that happen. If Tory Lanez <laughs> did it, you can. <laughs> I, I was just going to ask, uh, you were talking about, you know, opportunity doesn't come knocking twice. So far, it's come knocking more than twice for you. Yeah. Um, but you also have a lot of important things that you're juggling right now. Yeah. Um, you know, you've shared with me why you're back and who you're back for. So how do you balance what's important in your life and how do you prioritize that? It's hard. <laughs> it's very hard because I'm a pleaser. Mm-hmm. in uh, multiple ways so when it comes to like you know I I gotta come to realization that there are gonna be some people who get upset you know what I mean that I'm not gonna be able to you know mm-hmm. please in that sense Um, it's extremely hard for me because I want to be like fucking Superman to everybody you know what I mean mm-hmm. so it's I gotta take time to prioritize certain things and I gotta kind of slow down my temper towards certain things because it's not that I'm getting pissed off at them. I'm getting upset at the situation. Mm. Like, I'll get snippy with my dad. He doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's so fucking frustrating to me Yeah, that we let it get this fucking far and nobody's done anything to try to either slow it or get him some fucking help. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Nobody in the family. So that's frustrating. Then I got a brother one of my half brothers that's pretty much on the spectrum. He probably shouldn't even graduate graduated high school. Who doesn't understand this shit? So you got my dad saying things he doesn't mean. He thinks he's for real on it. So mm-hmm. it's like, gotcha. And then he asks all these questions to me, and I'm getting fucking frustrated because I'm like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So it's kind of this is it's really hard to juggle, man. Mm-hmm. Made him cry the other day and didn't fucking mean to. And I was like, fuck, maybe I was being too hard on him. But it's like just bringing him to the realization that, like, dude, mm-hmm. that's not dad that you know. It's not. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, at this rate, he might not have much longer as in hopefully we get more than five years out of out, out of the whole situation. But mm-hmm. when he's gone, you're all he knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's all you know. So yeah. what are you going to do after that, dude? Like, it's about time you start getting a grip on your life, man, and start understanding that you can do this on your own. You've done it for 39 years. You can you can live on your own. Do do what you want to do. Live your life. Mm-hmm. You have yet to live your life. You're 39 years old. Mm. So that broke my heart. <laughs> so it's like, fuck. It's getting to the point where it's hard to look at certain people mm-hmm. because I'm just dealing with so much shit. You know, this last seven months has probably been the most trying situation. Mm-hmm. Lost my job. Same day figured out I was losing my grandma. Mm-hmm. Same day figured out I was losing my girlfriend. So it was it was like all that shit and building up. And then yeah. didn't make it to see my grandma. She passed away as, on the, as I was on the way to the airport. And then broke up with a girlfriend and didn't have the job anymore. It's like fucking Christ got an argument with all. It's just a lot. It's like this year has been fucking very, very, very trying and it's trying to juggle all of it. Mm-hmm. I only got two hands. I just got to figure out which ones I want to throw in the air. 
mm. and which one's the catch. Mm. And if I drop one, which one wouldn't matter as much? <coughs> yeah. Because it's gonna, it's bound to happen. I feel like you need a shot. Yeah, I need, I need something more, please, for the love of God. But no, first I do want to say, wow, thank you for being so vulnerable. As Honestly, um, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I think it goes back to everything y- you've been saying so far throughout the podcast is like men have feelings too yeah and really fully embracing that yeah it's so hard for so many men to embrace that and for anyone to really give them the space and the opportunity to feel like they can and that they're valid and that they can say through that yeah say all that so thank you for coming on and sharing that because you having that voice and you sharing that continues to normalize it yeah and i tell all men if you you have something you want to talk about dms are open mm-hmm. you don't know how many men have reached out to me and talked try to you know just express themselves and and anything of that and also it don't matter if you're gay straight bisexual non-binary transgender anything of that nature if you want to have a conversation i'm open to it mm-hmm. to talk about that because i take mental health very seriously um and Everybody needs somebody to talk to, and I know that's probably shooting myself in the foot because it, because I'm empathic and I pretty much take on everything that I hear and mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in my opinion, it's worth it. I just got to learn how to juggle that, you yeah. know, as we talked earlier. Well, we're going to switch to something a little lighter. Let's do it. <laughs> and also, thank you again for that because, damn, now, y'all know we got a certified other therapist over here. <laughs> no, this is definitely the podcast where we love to talk about mental health. So, again, thank you. Seriously, thank you for being so vulnerable with us. Um, something that we're, we're towards the end of the podcast, we like to do this thing called lightning round. Okay. And um, we didn't even cheers this yet. Cheers. Cheers. Yes. Um, during the lightning round, we're just going to ask you a bunch of. Sorry, took a shot. Oh, Ooh, <laughs> oh shit. Damn. Okay. Oh, lights went off. Damn. That one hit different, too. Okay. Um, During the lightning round, we're going to ask you a bunch of random questions. Sure. Say what's quick, top of your mind, and we'll ask why, and then we'll move on. All right. Um, So, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Extreme knowledge. Why? Because then I would know everything. I would know (laughs) the trace to everything. Mm -hmm. Any and everything. I would know how to cure things. I would know how to make an abundance of money. I would know how to ch- change certain things in the world, mm-hmm. uh, like the starvation in Africa, um, the wars that are going on in Germany, mm-hmm. a lot of shit, oil problems, minerals that can supplement oil, mm-hmm. um, things like that nature. There's a lot of things behind, my, uh, a lot of knowledge that is uh, known but isn't shared. Gotcha. Fair. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, okay, this, 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 uh, what is your... I'm going to skip that question because... Nope, go to it. Well, it's because you said you don't like to perform live that much. Okay, what is your favorite song to perform live or would want to? Sex Room. Sex Room? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. why? Because I get to tap into my... Uh, I used to be an ex-dancer, like a male entertainer. Dang, yeah. look at you! Yeah, so, <laughs> you so did sell your body. I didn't. It was for <laughs> cancer. It was for cancer. It was for cancer. Here in Wichita, seriously. Dancers for cancer. 
Oh, I so raised, wait, did you do the drag queen one? No, hell no. Oh, okay. But, We've um, had a couple of friends who've done that. But no, seriously, <laughs> it's called Dancer for Cancer. Oh, okay. And uh, we raise money for like leukemia and lymphoma societies and stuff oh. like that and like cancer research. So yes, yeah. I did take off my... Uh, drawers. Not drawers, but my tight ass <laughs> pants. Um, did you have the ones that like rip off? Yeah, my friend actually made... I, we cut my my jeans and we made some. One of my yeah. really good friends. <laughs> and she was who it I... Was that, was that then? No, that was in that was in Tampa. Okay. That was at uh, WTR, the place I was talking to you, the DJs. Okay. Um, you can actually, uh, I, can, I think I posted a video on here. Uh-huh. Uh, go, if you can go back and see. We're on um, Columbus's Instagram right now. Yeah. You guys should go through some of these pictures. <laughs> you I had one called the chocolate, the chocolate Tarzan right here. Right there. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was my live performance of it. Oh, this is when you you did the thing with the body yeah. and the stuff uh, <laughs> 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 <And> the <sex laughs> <room>. <laughs> yes i love this song because it just allows me to do whatever the fuck i want to do yeah yeah like th- honestly bro this is a spare of the moment type thing yeah and that room was a bunch of fucking rappers yeah and i i have a thing called the fuck it button uh-huh and i hit the fuck it button yeah and i decided i was like this song is about one thing and one thing only yeah sex uh-huh. So I need to sell that as best as I can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've been listening to them before. Everybody. Man, well, an oh opportunity man. Right now for you to be. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was definitely interesting. I. That's one thing I do. I can do is captivate a fucking crowd and get them into it, and especially like if it's a crowd of women. Yeah. Because I know exactly what they look at me and see me as. But when it comes to like. When I'm in that zone right there, yeah, that yeah. is a different. That a, zone right there, that one, that nah. specific that, that angle. A different, <laughs> <laughs> that was a different zone. When I saw, when I saw that back, I played it like 50 times. I was like, "What the? F- <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute!" And at that point, when I did this video, it's been like fucking five years since I've danced. Yeah, like, yeah, danced. Yeah, that, like, oh. that, that mode right there. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> Lord, have mercy on my soul <laughs> and hers. But You're going to, like, burn when you go into a church. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> hey, the devil's going to send me back to heaven. That's what I always say. He's going to be like, this dude asks too many fucking questions. <laughs> hey, man, why is it so hot? You ain't got AC down here? <laughs> you ever get your toes done? But, yep. um, but yeah, yeah, basically that, that song is yeah. by far, I feel like, my most authentic, like '90s style, yeah. vintage R&B song. Mm, I but, see it. Yeah. Um, it also allows me to be. Let's be straight up. I'm a very sexual fucking person, mm-hmm. so it allows me to be a hundred percent me. Mm. And when I, I mean, the song is a f- honestly, in my opinion, the song is really, really, really fucking good. Mm-hmm. But when you add to like, I'm not on a Chris Brown level, fucking flipping the shit on stage, but I'm damn near better than the majority of these other R&B artists to fucking dance and do all that other shit. And I definitely have more fucking sexual pills, so why not fucking use it? Mm-hmm. Why not showcase that? You know what I mean? I mean, that's what people are going to view me as anyway when it comes to my music. Columbus Berry, the artist, is a completely different guy than <laughs> Columbus Berry that walks around the street. Yeah. Literally the same guy, but different, if that, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't walk around mm-hmm. here just showcasing, like, my sexuality as, a, as like, a as a man when I'm walking around here on a daily basis I wear the loud shit but like I'm not just sitting out here now if I go into an atmosphere like that mm-hmm. it's sex sex <laughs> love love <laughs> sex more sex love you know what I mean 
But when it's Columbus Barry, it's like I'm a gentle guy. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Soft spoken. I mean, soft spoken with a deep voice, but mm-hmm. you know, just very soft spoken and kind of like chill, relax, loving. But when it comes to the R&B side, it's a completely different mm-hmm. guy, but the same guy. If that makes any sense, you just yeah. see another avenue of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, makes perfect sense. So you've told us a lot of pet peeves too. Um, what is your most unpopular opinion like if you uh, there's this thing example we had Josue last and he was like I don't like bacon on my hamburger he's That's crazy yeah <laughs> definitely so, a serial killer <laughs> so what is your unpopular opinion hmm unpopular opinion damn that's gonna be a tough one mm-hmm. I guess I mean it you not taking someone on the first date not taking them to dinner Unpopular opinion. If girls don't have to wear underwear, men don't either. Oh, okay. Facts. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Facts. All right. Okay. I'm not going to ask anymore. <laughs> any <laughs> up and pro- any up and coming projects we should be aware of? No projects. Um, I'm solely focused on singles. Mm-hmm. Um, that way it forces you guys to listen because I, I noticed something real early mm-hmm. but a lot of artists don't understand is they try to sit here and put out albums and shit like that mm-hmm. yeah. for what Yeah. 90% of the time they're going to listen to the first three songs and the rest of the songs aren't going to get played mm-hmm. and I noticed that early so yeah. I looked at my project and I saw my first project a lot of the first two songs were getting played a lot the last two weren't but they mm. were the best songs on there oh. mm. so I was like it's either the way I structured it or it's you know I'm not going to lie. I go through Chris Brown's album and listen to the first four or five songs. When you got 40 fucking songs in there, you don't want to mm. listen to all of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to give people time to consume the songs. So yeah. that's why I started dropping every single song mm-hmm. independently. Because what people mm-hmm. don't know is Sex Room, Sex Me, Nice to Meet You, and um, – uh, love and affection mm-hmm. were all supposed to be on one part from one project. Mm. It was supposed to be fifty fifty volume two. Yeah, yeah. But dropped them as independent songs. Yeah. Um, well, hey, you're getting more. You're getting more listens that way. Yeah, it definitely so. are. It's forcing people to listen. Yeah. Um, dance and a few other songs are going to be uh, ba- uh, a song on a project. We're going to be on a project called Back to the Basics, which is pretty much going to be like a. Mm-hmm. 90s 80s style like you know mm-hmm. like michael jackson feel like i have all the other songs already written mm-hmm. one of them was pre-recorded oh he got the red jacket in the yes. picture yes uh, yeah, i was thinking that earlier little little <laughs> little subliminals there yeah 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 um slow it down uh take me back were actually written the same fucking day oh okay yeah take me back was recorded in my living room and sent to a dude in barbados mm-hmm it was his beat that he put on there and we produced it. Yeah. It wouldn't let me upload it. Mm-hmm. 90 seconds. I, say, I think it was like 90 or something seconds like that. And I went back and re-sang the original version of it because he clipped everything and put it together to original. I went back, re-recorded it the original way mm-hmm. with the clipped. Yeah. And re-sang all of it. Damn. And dropped it again. Yeah. Making Love was supposed to be on there with... Uh, Don't Hide and another song mm-hmm. another two songs that was supposed to be another project called uh, Love Struck mm. so I yeah. broke them all up I have everything categorized and I broke them all up 
was like, you know what? They're going to consume these. Yeah. They're going to have to listen to them. Yeah. Because it's no point me dropping a fucking project if I'm not known. Now, mm-hmm. when I get a following and I'm starting to be, you know, a well-known artist. Yeah. Then I will drop, the, you know, the projects mm-hmm. with like four or five songs. Mm-hmm. Not dropping an al- album. Album's going to be dropped if I get signed or something like that. Mm-hmm. That way they can't base my, what I can, what they think I could do with my projected Whatever the fuck yeah. they are, <laughs> based off of the album sales, because I right. haven't had an album yet. Yeah, I've only mm-hmm. had projects. Mm. You can't base an album yeah. if you don't have one. Yeah. But if yeah. you have an album, like some of these artists are stupidly doing, mm-hmm. and you get a thousand plays on an album, and then you get in front of Sony Records, you're like, bro, your album only streamed a thousand fucking streams. Mm. Okay, our, our our million dollar offer is now twenty five dollars. Mm. I mean, that's all. Mm-hmm. That's all. Fucking Spotify paid you. Yeah. Why should we pay you a million dollars for something you're not even selling? You're not even getting in front of people. Mm. So we don't know if you're going to, you know, why do you think Mm -hmm. Russ drops single songs? Mm. Damn. Cheat codes. Cheat codes. He even says it. I'm copying what he said. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. It's just I'm not being as consistent as him. He was dropping a song a fucking day. Damn. I don't have that much of a catalog and it's a lot harder for me because I sing. You know what I mean? It's different. Mm -hmm. You yeah. can't keep dropping. If you drop a song a day, it's going to start all intertwined. It's going to be yeah. the same fucking song. Mm-hmm. I don't do yeah. that. Yeah. I don't yeah. do that. Not, not going to happen. Yeah. Well, those are the cheat codes here. So what's a favorite con- or what's a conspiracy theory that you believe in? Conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think we are alone here, you are out of your fucking mind. Yeah, that one's easy. Pick another. Um, <laughs> Everyone says aliens. Damn. Nah, uh, you gotta. No, just she wasn't else. even gonna let me get to it. No, she literally cut me off. I had more to that. To oh, go. okay. Are you gonna say ghosts? No, I wasn't gonna say ghosts. All right, no next. No, no, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. We've only ex- like the, the Earth is seventy percent water, thirty yes. percent land. We've only discovered. Oh, you believe five in mermaids? It, look, here's I what believe I'm, in mermaids. Here's what I'm gonna say. That's my favorite. You one. can't say something doesn't exist just because you have not seen it. Yeah. Um, what I have a firm belief in, if we've only discovered 5% of the land and fucking less than that of the ocean, yeah, how are you going to sit here and say something doesn't exist? Mm. They say Bigfoot's not real, but people don't realize that 50,000 years ago really isn't that long ago. And there was a, there was an mm-hmm. ape called the Gigantopithecus. 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 Yes. And it was, a, <laughs> yes, you need another shot. But um, <laughs> it was a large ape that stood upright. Uh-huh. And it was about maybe 13 to 15 foot tall. Yeah. Uh. And there could still be, uh, 50,000 years ago isn't that long ago. Because yeah. they found a prehistoric shark that swam in Asia seven yeah. years ago that they tried to remove from the ocean. It wasn't supposed to and it died. The yeah. only one they saw. They were supposed to be dead a million years ago, which mm-hmm. tells you my my main thought that is. That was a shot glass you just heard, Paul. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but um, my main theory is, and my conspiracy theory is, if it wants to be seen, it will be seen. Mm. You can't find something that doesn't want to be seen. Either you find it and you see it and you don't live to tell about it, or you find it and you see it and you don't live to tell about it. There is no <laughs> in between. <laughs> like, I don't, first off, I'm not going to go looking for anything I don't want to look for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, big ass snakes. You can have that shit. I'm good. <laughs> I, I believe know. you. I believe you. <laughs> I know there's some big ass snakes out there because yeah. there's parts of the, you know, that we can't go to. Mm-hmm. For instance, the floating forest. Mm-hmm. No, nobody's really even heard of that. 
Yeah. I've done some deep research on YouTube and Google and shit like at that. At three in the morning. At three in the morning. <laughs> um, and basically what happened is it was a big ravine. Yeah. It had 60 to 80 foot trees. Uh-huh. And what happened over time is it kept raining. It's a rainforest like mm-hmm. area. So basically that big bowl filled up with water. Mm. Over time, leaves fell, uh-huh. created moss. Moss creates land. Mm-hmm. So now you have certain parts that are soft, like you can you fall through, but there are other parts that are actual, like mm-hmm. solid ground that you can walk on. And they say it's one of the most dangerous places on earth because you can think you're on solid ground one moment and just fall. Yeah. The next moment, maybe just, just be gone. Damn. Because it's like, it's, it's called the floating forest because mm-hmm. it's yeah. literally in a forest that went underwater uh-huh. and you don't know what's land and what's, what's solid and what's not. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's home to some of the biggest snakes in the world. And when they say that, it's because they Someone have no... Someone found out and died. <laughs> yeah. They have no predators out there. They're the ex- apex predator. Oh, shit. Yeah, they so have, they hella mutated. No, they no, have evolved, unlimited... Evolved. With, with snakes, their environment is how they grow. So oh. when you have nothing interfering with your environment, uh-huh. snakes keep growing to their death. So you have snakes to just keep growing. Mm. They found a 25-foot anaconda. Uh-huh. And it wasn't the one they were looking for. Oh, damn. So I was like, why the fuck are you out there in the first place? <laughs> and there was a mosh pit. Like, first of all, that's some white people shit. Why are you out it there It is. The like, <laughs> fuck that shit. I'm Tarzan, but I'm not going out there. But it was like a, a big, like, you know, grass was laid down like this. Yeah, yeah. And it showed us something that had just went through there that oh. fucking big around. Oh, my God. And all you saw was the water moving. And it was oh. like, oh, fuck, what was that? And I was like, cut this fucking camera off. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Run. Yeah. Run. Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. <laughs> but, dude. All right, I'll let you have this one. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say aliens, and we're not allowing people to say aliens No, anymore. definitely not aliens, because <laughs> yeah, uh, if you no think about it, if the galaxy is still, if we're one galaxy inside the solar system, the solar system is continuous. Yeah. Um, what makes you think that... um? There's another Columbus Berry. There's a Barry Columbus. No, I mean, Christopher <laughs> was the closest one. That dude's a dickhead. But, um, <laughs> but I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. My conspiracy theorist number two is ain't no way in hell we saw other other planets like Earth. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way in hell. If Jupiter is light years away and it takes us fucking how many years to get out there? How the fuck do you know there's another planet that's just like Earth that's even further away? Mm-hmm. No, way impos- no way possible. You would have to send that out hundreds of years ago just for it to reach mm-hmm. where you said it was. You're just going off of speculation now. Mm-hmm. But if the solar system is continuously growing and there are other planets out there, obviously, it's obvious. They're just yeah. stating the fucking obvious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is another planet like Earth. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at this point, if we've figured out point, that moss and all that stuff grows land, then at some point yeah. we know something. Obviously. It's just there's another planet yeah. out there. I mean, if you have the sun that has moons and you have the moon that has moons and you have other like this is like it's just so much intangible shit. That we can't physically figure out. And I, I just refuse. If we can't even figure out what's on Earth, how the fuck are we going to figure out what's out there? Another conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Why the fuck? It was just one. It's lightning round. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, um, from my understanding, NASA used to actually discover the ocean. 
and for some odd oh, reason, yes, I have heard of that. They went to space, which tells me they saw yeah, something down there yeah. that they didn't want to fucking be around. So they're oh, trying yeah. to get the fuck out of here. And that's so, why yeah. that's why my conspiracy theory, mm. conspiracy theory is mermaids because we know more about space than we do our oceans. Yeah. and mm. we're seventy percent water. That yeah. shit's crazy. That's crazy. Mm. I don't believe that. I don't believe any. That's yep. like when they went down there and tried to fucking when they saw a giant squid for the first time. Yeah, the fucking mm-hmm. thing was forty foot big. Like, Whoa, dude. I think that's where the real aliens are. I think octopus are aliens. Yeah. I don't uh, give a yeah. fuck what nobody says. Jellyfish, really everything. Smart. I think o- dude. And, and, uh, ostriches, Fucking that's weird. a weird ass animal. Giraffes, if you sit and just stare at these things, flamingos, like why? Yo. Why? How long does it take a giraffe to throw up? I don't know, but that sounds. I Googled it. Uh huh. <laughs> 40 something seconds and it doesn't actually throw up. It just regurgitates the food and swallows it again. Yeah. Fucking weird. That is weird. Like, That's why? Weird. Why are there animals like that? That's weird. I mean, okay. I've, d- I've done that before. Stop. Okay, oh, next Lord. question. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite singer of all time? Eric Bellinger. Okay. If you could switch I lives with like anyone that. for a day, who would it be and why? Eric Bellinger. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he is a, anything he touches is magic. Okay. Er, Eric Bellinger slash Chris Brown, but Chris, Eric Bellinger writes songs for Chris Brown. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What's the most adventurous thing you've ever done? PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally about to go to, to the Richter scale. PG thirteen. Um, <laughs> wild and adventurous. Uh, no, all I said was most adventurous. The I most did adventurous? That. You added wild. <laughs> Stop selling the your moment. body. Our podcast is not that <laughs> type of podcast. <laughs> um, I went to Richmond, Virginia, uh-huh. and I climbed on a random abandoned building. Yeah. There, naked. Oh shit! Ouch. No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I got on top of the building and then got naked. It was raining. Oh, okay. But okay, it okay. was an abandoned building. It's been abandoned for like it was in the middle of the fucking. I don't know. It's fucking creepy. It had big ass. It yeah. looks like it was um a dam at some point because it had probably mm-hmm. big ass circles in the middle of the ground like this. It was about the size of this room, mm-hmm. and um there was levers to where you can pull them and open it. So it had to be a dam to where it was circulating water mm-hmm. at some point. Mm-hmm. But it was abandoned. Mm. And it was all rusty. It was fucking crazy looking at that stuff. Like if somebody were to go out there with some cameras, which somebody probably already did, but it would it would take and it had big ass walls that you can walk on to yeah. even get to it. So it was definitely a dam. Mm. But it was it was fucking crazy to see an inactive dam and just to think like if you fall like down there, it's like sixty or seventy foot. You cannot get out. Oh shit, that'd be mm. not oh the my little God. hole. It was six of those holes inside that whole building. Yeah, so yeah. it was big. Yeah. But if you fall down into there, yeah. Lord knows there's probably no way you can get out. Yeah. And nobody would hear you. Just random random oh, times sure. yeah. where people come out there and do shit. Yeah. So, like, I was out there for, like, three and a half hours and did not see a single soul. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, I was like, I had to be very careful because, like, it had big-ass graded, like, graded plates on the ground that I could literally fall through. Mm. It was crazy. I won't ask you why you got naked. Um, what was the most embarrassing hairstyle? <laughs> what was the <laughs> most embarrassing hairstyle you've ever had? Hairstyle? Yeah. When I first started my dreadlocks. Uh-huh. Yeah. How how long was it? Just like fucking this big. Uh-huh. <laughs> I look like little centipedes on my head. <laughs> Everybody told me when I first got them, cut that shit. Cut it. Cut it. No. Uh-uh. You're going to be ugly with dreads. Now every single one of them want to play with my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Had a circle of life. Lion King was correct. So this is the last question. Um, if you had to pick three songs for your entire life or for your life an- anthem, what would they be and why? Matter which artist? 
It doesn't matter. Just three songs. Um, on my way, Eric Bellinger. Mm-hmm. Um, don't take your love away, Avant. Mm-hmm. And let me see. I gotta think real hard. Can I look at my? F- let yeah, me look go at for this it. Playlist. Hold on. I might rearrange that. It's easy. He knows what that means, but um, hmm. And. I will say God sent me angel my song. Mm. <clears throat> Turn to that for later. Okay. So again, thank you. We've had the great opportunity to hear from, you know, your life story, your passions, your entrance. So tell us and our listeners, how can everyone find you and support you? Um, you can text me directly at fucking bland um, <laughs> <laughs> invite uh, me out uh, <laughs> no um yeah definitely invite me out y'all hit me up on uh, instagram it's at columbus berry official um at um oh, hella shots today <laughs> you want hella um, shots today too and then you can go on tick damn you dropping the mic girl <laughs> and not like chris rock but fuck um <laughs> i don't really i do some stuff on tiktok but you know i'm not famous or apparently cute enough to go viral on there so or Sex my ass uh, or my ass isn't fat enough one of the two but um yeah you can find me on all streaming platforms on the columbus berry um you can hit me up on instagram i have a very high success rate of uh replying to people just don't be fucking stupid <laughs> um other than that yeah so that's you heard it here first Columbus Barry, no, you did not hear it here first because he's actually been on another podcast this week. Fucking Columbus. <laughs> I hey, thought I, we were special. Hey, look, we can do a round anyway. two if y'all want. If we can do a round two if y'all want. Just we'll let me know. We'll definitely do that. We'll definitely do that. You can find this chocolate Tarzan on at Columbus Barry Official. Yes, ma'am. And um, Barriba. What's Barriba? Barriba. Okay. Pabajo. Balajo. Pal centro. Pal centro. Y pa dentro. Y, y pa, pa lindo. Pa dentro. Pa, I can't do that. Can't. <laughs> here's you. Oh, here's. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs>